855-W233-DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The U.S. government bumping up against its $31.4 trillion debt ceiling. No more borrowing unless they raise the roof or the debt ceiling is suspended. The Biden administration and the Democrats want to extend the government's borrowing power, but House Republicans say not without some spending cuts. There have been many more questions from reporters than answers coming from the White House when it comes to the Biden classified document scandal. The White House Counsel's Office will be able to address that question. I will refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. Uh, I would refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. No, you would have to go to the Department of Justice. Reporters getting the runaround from White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Now, the weekly employment report is just in. The Labor Department says the number of Americans applying for jobless aid for the week ending January 14th fell by 15,000 to 190,000. The four-week moving average of claims, which can even out the week-to-week volatility, declined by 6,500 to 206,000. About 1.65 million people were receiving jobless aid the week that ended January 7th, an increase of 17,000 from the week before. That's correspondent Jeremy House reporting. President Biden getting ready to depart for California. He'll be touring some of the damage done by the recent series of powerful storms that lashed the state from north to south. A fall from the roof of his home landed Florida Republican Congressman Greg Stubbe in the hospital. This from his office. Congressman Stubbe was involved in an accident on his property and has sustained several injuries. Please pray for the congressman and his family. Inflation and uh, recession fears taking a toll on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow is down about 201 points, while the Nasdaq is off 88, the S&P 25 points in the red. More on these stories at townhall.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-279-7495. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-279-7495 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-279-7495. What do you have to lose? Call 800-279-7495. Again, 800-279-7495. Asia's hoped-for Chinese tourism boost may not happen as most travelers opt to stay inside China if they go anywhere. Tour operators are saying the upcoming Lunar New Year will not bring the usual hordes of Chinese visitors to the beaches of Bali or the powdery ski slopes of Hokkaido. The disappointing outlook comes as China has relaxed coronavirus restrictions on travel, resulting in a surge of cases. Many believe Chinese are hesitant to travel outside of China for the moment because of COVID-19 risks. For now, the Chinese territories of Macau and Hong Kong appear to be the most favoured destinations. I'm Karen Chamas. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has told political leaders at the World Economic Forum in Davos that supplies of Western weapons must come quicker than Russia's attacks, urging the world to move faster because, his words, tragedies are outpacing life, 
that tyranny is outpacing democracy. News and analysis, townhall.com. Today, limited sun, early, otherwise cloudy. Precipitation develops later this morning. A wintry mix is possible initially before a change to rain. Highs in the upper 30s to near 40 for the shoreline. Tonight, a wintry mix. Uh, a little bit of ice is possible over, again, the higher terrain throughout the northern tier of our state. Rain for everyone else. Towards dawn, there could be a switch over to snow. Overnight low 33. Tomorrow, cloudy with scattered rain and snow showers through the morning, transitioning almost exclusively to snow showers through the afternoon. Highs will be in the upper 30s. Saturday, cloudy early, then afternoon clearing. Temperatures in the upper 30s to near 40 for the shoreline. Sunday, sun and clouds early, then becoming cloudy. Precipitation develops by evening. Rain and a wintry mix possible. Highs in the low 40s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. 39 in Norwich and New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. The Roman Catholic Diocese of Norwich late on Tuesday night filed a plan of reorganization with the United States Bankruptcy Court to settle their Chapter 11 reorganization case. It's been ongoing since 2021. When the diocese filed for bankruptcy protection, under the proposed plan, the diocese and other entities will establish a trust with funding in the amount of about $29 million, and that trust is going to be partially funded by the sale of St. Bernard's School, and the money will go to some 142 uh, um, claimants who allege that they were abused sexually by... Uh, pastors and others in the church. Again, the sale of St. Bernard's, part of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Norwich's bankruptcy protection plan. State Representative Anthony Nolan, Democrat out of New London's proposed a bill in the legislature that would change the name of the Thames River running between Groton and New London and up to Norwich. Going to change it to the Pequot River. State Senator Kathy Austin of Sprague and State Representative Andre Bumgardner of Groton have signed on as co-sponsors of the bill. It's going to be first considered by the General Assembly's Transportation Committee. And a bill that would give terminally ill people the right to end their life in Connecticut is again before the legislature. The Public Health Committee, again, the first to take up the bill, which failed to gain enough support in the Judiciary Committee last year. This year's measure would allow a doctor to prescribe life-ending drugs to a person suffering from a terminal illness. The concept's been proposed dozens of times in the state over the years, but has never reached the full House or Senate for a debate or vote. Grizzly new details being released in the case of that Massachusetts man accused of killing and dismembering his wife, Brian Walsh, arraigned on murder and other charges yesterday. Despite the fact that Anna Walsh's body has not been found since she vanished New Year's Day, prosecutors said they've linked DNA found in a dumpster to both Anna and Brian. Items found at the scene include towels, rags, tape. Prosecutors also detailed searches they say Walsh conducted on his iPad, including ways to dismember a body and how to cover up the smell of decomposition. Police have identified the body found at T.F. Green International Airport in Warwick on Tuesday. The individual found near a parking garage on Post Road, 51-year-old Roseanne Jaros of Pawtucket. No signs of trauma, according to the police, who are still looking into it. Rain today with a high of 42. It is 39 in Norwich at 10.07. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Where that case in Quincy, Mass, it's uh, revolting. It's awful. It's a revolting case, you know. Awful. He thought he was going to 
hide all the evidence and that's all over the place. The guy's a complete idiot. Yeah, they went to Home Depot and got a bunch of stuff, cleaning supplies. Found a weapon and down in the cellar. Oh, God. The guy's not a very good criminal. Hey. If he is a criminal. Yeah. We allege. And of course, when they first took him in, he was smiling. That I know. My that, wife brought that up. Said, what is he smiling about? That didn't help his case, did no, it? No, I don't think so. Obviously didn't give a darn about the kids who yeah, I know. God knows what we they're going three through. Three or four of them, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, lordy. Oh, lordy. There's a lot to explore in that story, because years ago he threatened to kill her, yeah, her and her I family. Heard, I heard that, so, yeah. Uh, At that point, don't you get out? Don't yeah. You, don't you I, you get know, out of the relationship? People say, you know, I've done a lot of shows on yeah. people who have been abused, and they just don't leave. They just yeah, it's hard to leave. don't go. On a more a lighter note... Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sorry I started off with that. Uh, they're now, uh, this is very humorous because it's not really going to happen, but they, they are considering masking cows because of the, uh, some of the uh, gas that comes out of their mouth and nose. Not that, you know, not the other gas, but this is uh, just out of their nose and mouth. So they're going to put masks on Mask cows. On, yeah, I, I saw a video and they, they had cows lined up with masks. Why not diapers then, too? I don't know. I'm not sure it's going to, and then they interviewed some people on the farm. They said, one of them said, there's no way I'm masking my cows. I ain't putting no mask on, Birdie. Yeah, probably arrest her. <laughs> wow, that's a stupid idea. It's, yeah, can you imagine, you know, if we do that and uh, you wake up the next morning and there's no more global warming? That's it. They say methane's a big part of it, but... I know, but the... I don't know. From the cows, you know? I find it hard to believe. I don't know. I just find that hard to believe that that's going to change anything. What about us? Did you make that illegal? Yeah, then we can... Passing uh, gas illegal? How it's about if we all just hold our nose? And now, Marty Hausberger with the news. Thank you, Stu. Today, we're looking over the... <clears throat> that's, what all, that's what all the radio announcers would sound yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And be oh, muffled because it's over our mouth. What about all those years when we didn't do any of this stuff? How come all of a sudden now it's a big deal? That's why we're in this situation, Stu. I'm going... We yes, that's right. So we years. ignored it for so many years. Where's the beef? Farting cows. We can't take it anymore. Under the mask. Where's the beef? <laughs> all right, here's a... Um, Definition of brew ha ha. Ha ha. Do you know the definition of brew ha ha? It's like a fight, isn't it? Like a melee. So this is a word that we are some some uh, sure so many people have heard and it is still used a lot today. Mm -hmm. This refers to an uproar or big event. Yeah. Yeah. We guess you could say the latest sports team to win at something sure did cause a brew ha ha. All right. So for those who didn't know what that meant, I thought after you had a couple of beers, you started laughing. <laughs> yeah. How about bum fuzzle? I love bum fuzzle. Well, maybe you will. It's a simple term that refers to being confused, perplexed, or flustered, or to cause confusion. I'm a bit bum fuzzled by your. Yes, I'm bum fuzzled again. Doing this list of crazy I didn't words. Have my homework assignment. I'm bum fuzzled. Probably heard your grandma or grandpa use this phrase, especially if they are from the East Coast or below the Mason-Dixon line. This word is derived from the Old English dumb foozle. 
<laughs> Dumbfoozled, bumfuzzled. About dumb I can see the correlation. Yeah. Dumbfounded. That's a word yeah, that we used to hear. Dumbfounded might be part of that, too. I don't know. Dumbfounded. I guess this is National Popcorn Day. Oh, it is. Got all these popcorn stories all over the place. I like popcorn. I like popcorn. You know, if you have salted popcorn, though, it's way too much salt. But I can have my popcorn straight. I don't need to salt it up. How about butter? You got to have butter on Just it? Just a little butter be good. I yeah, I like a little butter. Went to the uh, movies the other night, and uh, a man called, what was it? Otto. A man called Otto. Oh, is that any good? Yeah, it's good. I think you'd like it. Okay. Check it out. My wife wanted to see that. A man said, called yeah, that Otto. does look pretty good. I, Tom recommend, Hanks, yeah. I recommend it. All Tom right. Hanks, of course, was terrific. And yeah. What else is new? He's good in everything, isn't he? So we happened to get a large... Popcorn. Uh oh, it's the two of you, huh? Got to take a second mortgage, but we. Say. Uh, that thing is so bad. After we had the the popcorn, I wanted to take a bath in it. It's such a big container of it's popcorn. It's a big, big container, and it's very buttery. And you could uh, feed the whole row with it. You know? Yeah. Did you pass it down? Every, no, no, no. Everybody wanted to stick their hands in it. Hey, get out of here! COVID, come on. How about this doctor who hasn't showered in twelve years? What? Hmm. Best Life magazine says Dr. James Hamblin hasn't showered in 12 years. Who wants him as a doctor? He's got to be filthy. I don't know, but you always know when he's around. Hmm? <laughs> he said, um, he, he, you know, he washes his hands, brushes his teeth. Oh, well, that's good. Cleaning open wounds, even mask wearing. <laughs> but uh, no shower for him. No shower? What, what, what does he know that we don't know? I don't know, but obviously um, he gets away with it and he comes to work every day. Nobody else does, but... Uh, it's like Pigpen on the mm. Charlie Brown peanuts. And here's something that'll raise eyebrows. A new st- that's an odd expression. My eyebrows are raised and there's nothing really new in my head. A new study by the University of Southern California reveals that men who take Viagra mm-hmm. are 25% less likely to suffer an early death. Wow. This is the clincher. They also found that Viagra lowers the risk of heart div- disease in men by 39%. So another reason to take Viagra. To take Viagra. I think the Viagra's kicking in now. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's working. <laughs> boing! <laughs> I love when you always have the boing on stand on standby. Yes. Took me a little longer to find it than I like, but I found it. And one of the most important stories of the day that you missed, that Brad, uh-huh. Brad Pitt is uh, dating a girl that's uh, 29 years younger than him. Gee. Good for him. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt can date anybody he wants, I'm That's sure. That's right. Yeah. 29 years younger, huh? <laughs> Nothing. Don't so marry. what is he? Is he, is he 50 yet? He's oh, probably, yeah. He's probably 50, yeah. He's 50, yeah. He met her at a pit stop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Brad Pitt stop. How does that always work? You know, when you're a rich celebrity, doesn't matter how old you are, Mm-mm. you're going to dates. Yeah. He's a good-looking guy, so... You'll have no trouble. I just want to leave you with this one, because this is interesting. You know, a lot of uh, women who are beautiful or pretty or whatever you think, Mm -hmm. of course, it's in the eyes of the beholder, Mm -hmm. um, really think that um, they're not treated correctly because people just think of them as somebody who's attractive. This 29-year-old tells the Daily Mail, pretty girls are never taken serious at their job or anything that has to do with being well-educated. By default, they think that they're not capable of understanding. Pretty girl privilege is one of the dumbest things to ever exist. Mm. It's true, because we guys are suckers, you know. 
Let's twist the privileges. Free drinks almost all the time. Probably they free. give the ugly girls free drinks, so you know, it's ladies' well, night, whatever. Well, ladies' night, but for the most part, you know. Oh, you'd be talking about a guy. I want that uh, okay. pretty girl down there. Yeah, 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 give a free yeah. drink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably free entry somewhere. Maybe end up in a VIP section. Mm-hmm. Maybe attract like a rich guy, like an athlete or rapper. Yeah, this is pretty girl privilege. Mm-hmm. Okay, but those are pretty much the privileges. Pretty women yeah. have a higher chance of getting kidnapped or dying. <laughs> Yikes! So if you're a little bit more attractive, you might get more eyeballs and increase your chances of getting kidnapped. Pretty girls are never taken seriously at their job or anything that has to do with well-being and well-educated. By default, they think that they're not capable of understanding. Business? Forget about it. Yeah. said, one time I reached out to a doctor so I can help him with his social media, mm-hmm. and he literally wrote back, you should come in for an exam. Winky face. <laughs> you are so good looking. Isn't that amazing? It huh? is amazing. You would think it would be a happy situation. So I think there's something to this woman's argument that yeah, there is. they don't so, take uh, good-looking women as seriously. I so don't think you, it's that big a problem. You extra good-looking people, um, go outside with a Groucho Marx mask <laughs> and say, what are you looking? What are you looking at, pal? <laughs> so there it is. It's from our uh, thought that you can't, you can't win no matter what. I know. That's the A. Uh, hey, I love those sound effects. Unless you were, was your, st- are you hungry? Is that your stomach? What? I heard the sound effects in there. You are so good looking. <laughs> I'm it sorry. It wasn't a growl, though. I no, it wasn't, but you, you had a... Why did you think I had, you had a... a when I talked about the Viagra thing, you played something. Uh, oh, yeah, that's... Could I hear that again? Yeah, second. Second. Hold on, uh, folks. Uh, I like no, I, this I one. I don't have them all right here. Look at that. <laughs> Triple. I think you need a new chair. All right. Thank you. <laughs> it's time for the number one talk show of Eastern test, Connecticut test, and test, Southern test, Rhode test. Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Went to a uh, pretty girl talking and she said that um, men... Because I'm so pretty, are afraid to talk to her because they think they're going to get rejected. It's amazing. These are things that I ponder. You're on the air. Welcome. It's Marty Hausberger in his trending bounce house. Boing. I love the boing. 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 <laughs> Gerald McBoing Boing. Now he's going to go to the grocery store and find the Viagra aisle. Yeah, well, if it's good for your health, even guys that are not interested in... <laughs> they're going to yeah. get uh, two for the price of one day, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's really... Fa- now, we'll just have to see if that's... You know, you get these stories that surface and you never hear about them again. You think, ah, maybe not so much. But if this one has legs, if you'll forgive the expression, mm. uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll hear more about it in the future. If it uh, gets published in the... Peer review magazines, or maybe that's where it came from. I'll have to take a look. Well, I'm, read some I'm, glad you, I'm glad you kept it to legs, yes. Yeah, I wanted to stop right there. Stop you know. right there. <laughs> so, uh, oh, pretty girls. and You know, I think saying that they're never taken seriously in the workplace is a little bit of a, well, stretch isn't the right word, a little bit of an exaggeration. But I would say many times, or perhaps the majority of the time, that's true, but I'm not a pretty girl, so let's hear for some 
pretty women, mm-hmm. some very, very attractive ladies, and see what their experience has been. But the thought occurs to me, handsome guys yeah, what about handsome um, guys? are taken seriously. Hmm. Good-looking dudes, I think, are generally, they get promoted. Well, there's um, there was a study out years ago, taller guys are more likely to get hired and get promoted. More likely to get hired? Yeah, hired and promoted. And promoted? Wow. Yeah, if you're tall, if you're like 6'3 or whatever, you're over 6 feet or whatever. You know. well, that's an interesting one. I hadn't heard yeah, that one before. Yeah, that, that yeah. I read years ago. And, of course, they have these dumb blonde jokes, uh, you know, which is ridiculous, of course. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I never take those seriously. Yeah. i got to admit, some of them are funny, but... <laughs> you're a blonde, so, yeah. <laughs> kind of hard to... I, I don't know. Have you ever told one on the air? Let's try it. Uh, no, I, I don't want to try it. Uh, <laughs> so as far as the uh, doctor that hasn't taken a shower in 12 years... 12 years, yeah. Um, I kind of wonder, I've, I've, this has been something I've thought about over the last... You know, we heard a couple of years ago uh, that you're not supposed to wash your hair every day. It's not good for your hair. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. And I wonder if this a similar thing applies to showering. Because you have, bathing or showering, you have around your body, and I don't know the proper term, so I'm going to wing it, but you have bacteria, you have microbes that sort of protect you from viruses and bad stuff. So you're on to something. You're on to something. I didn't read the whole article, but that's uh, basically how this doctor, of course, 12 years is a bit much. Yeah. So I have kind of wondered... I know when I'm at home and I'm not going anywhere, you know, I don't take a shower every day. I'll take a shower every other day. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm going somewhere, I always make sure I'm clean. And I know in the, in the employment environment, in the work-a-day world, you <laughs> pretty much got to shower every day. And, well, um, as long as you're using um, deodorant, uh, I, I, don't, I think every other day is okay, really. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if, you know, when you bathe, when you shower, if you're uh, getting rid of some of that protective, I'll use the word funk for a lack of a better word, although that's not a pretty word. And uh, Of course, so, it depends on what kind of job you have, of course. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're working in an office setting, uh, white-collar kind of job, I think most folks would, would shower every day. Um, if you're driving a truck, maybe, or if you're out on the job site, well, then again, you get pretty pretty gunked up when you're doing physical labor. So uh, I guess it's just a personal. Now, as a radio announcer, mm-hmm. do you find that you work up a lot of perspiration? No, no, that's, that's interesting, no. But I usually use my uh, body armor, my uh, deodorant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what, once a week, once a month, how... how What's the? Oh no, a few times a week, but I don't. I don't oh, okay. I okay. don't believe in it every day. I don't think it's that <laughs> great to do that. You know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I use the. Um, we're getting really personal here. I use the um, the stick deodorant, but you know, I I get that feeling that I'm putting chemicals on my body, and that bothers me. Well, yeah, we hear we you know just about uh, sooner or later every product we're going to hear is not good for us. You know, yeah. I mean foot yeah. powder and all that were uh, yeah. that we grew up with. So, well, listen, all I got right, that's my news and comment for this morning. I got to go take a bath. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> See ya. Bye. See ya, Kev. Hi, welcome to the program. For this morning, I got to go. Good morning to you. 
Good morning to you. Yes, sir. Hello there. How are you today? I'm I'm okay. Let me check. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. You sound okay. Yeah, thank you. I'm not your doctor or anything like that, but... Well, you could be a professor. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm still, um... This Boston. I still have this lefty cold going for me, so... Oh, boy, those things, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some things you said... It's always nice to follow uh, Kevin. Yes, Kevin's always a really interesting guy. Yeah, he, he he's upbeat. He mm-hmm. seems to be always upbeat, which is great. Mm-hmm. He, he promotes a, a nice mood. And what can we but, do for you, Mr. Ben? Yeah, I'm glad you have him on your show. Uh, you said, uh, let me put a plug in for women. From my vantage point, all women are good looking. Okay? Sure. All right, and then when it comes to taking showers, I, I'm a bath guy. Really? You get in the old bath. See, when I take a bath, I fall asleep. <laughs> uh, and I wake up like a Rip, Rip Van Wrinkle. Yeah, well, I used to do that. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't do that anymore. I used to kind of doze off a little bit. But, yeah. And uh, But I, I also splashed the water on me as if, you know, I, I was taking a shower. You know, splash the water all over me, all my head. Can be very relaxing. I don't know if you ever took a bubble bath, but just get in there with a good magazine and. Uh, yeah, <sighs> I haven't nice. done that in a while. Mm-hmm. And the other one is you mentioned when you were talking to uh, Marty about uh, a woman, I believe, in a, an abusive relationship. Yes. Well, you know, and you you were saying something. Why would a person stay in a relationship oh, yeah. when well, their you know. life has been threatened? Mm-hmm. It, it made me think of what something I heard this week. I don't know where it was. Somewhere in the media, uh, so much media around. I can't remember where where some of these stories are coming from. And you may be aware of this. A lot, a lot of people are living in negative conditions. And they get used to it at different types of negative conditions. Mm-hmm. Like people who are incarcerated, they 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 incarcerated for a number of years, and when they get out, they don't know how to deal with the outside society, and and they yearn to go back to that's what was said to get their three square meals and talk to their roommates and that sort of thing. It, it, they got into it quite a bit, and you know it's, it goes right into our society. I think, unfortunately, people have a t- have a tendency to get used to these negative things. And one of the things is, you know, me when it comes to violence, I just think that we have to do more to help the men in our our country to to do something about the violence. I don't think I think. I, I don't want. I don't want to think that we're getting used to it, but it feels like it. Well, there are a lot of uh, men who, uh, you know, it's more men that abuse their wives, and I've done a million shows on it. That's an exaggeration, of course, but I've done a lot of shows, and yeah. women stay because they have a roof over their head, 
They don't know what to do, you know, even though, uh, I mean, this poor woman, which pretty obvious, there's no gray area here, was totally mangled by her husband, who a few years ago mangled to kill her and her family, uh, stayed with him through those years. And uh, why do women do it? Because, you know, they've got a roof over their head, there's money coming in, he's not like that all the time, and they think he's going to change, and all of those things. Yeah, they make they make concessions, and and I'm sure there's a lot of psychological mm-hmm. factors involved. Okay, so right, thanks, thanks for taking my call and enjoy thanks. the rest of your show. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it, Boston Benny, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, wow, 28 after 10. 39 degrees. We've got a mishmash of weather. We'll get to that shortly. This is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Are you looking for the perfect New Year's resolution? Discover what makes community banking better at Dime with 14 locations throughout Connecticut and Westerly, Rhode Island, including our newest branch in Vernon, Connecticut. If you're suffering from the big bank blues that place profits and shareholders first, Dime is welcoming new customers who've had enough. It's your choice, your bank, your Dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC now open in Vernon. Imagine this. You turn on the TV news and the weather folks are predicting heavy thunderstorms, high winds, and possible power outages. They say that some areas could be without electricity for days. Think about it. How would the loss of power impact your family or your business? What if the power really was out for days? System powering down. Oh man, that's what it really sounds like when the power goes out. Will you be ready when the storms hit your town? Hi, this is Jimmy, and I'm here to remind you to have your generator serviced and ready to go ahead of the storms. At Hall Communication, we use ACDC Electric. They are the largest generator dealer in eastern Connecticut and western Rhode Island. They have the most techs on the road with the best training available. They have the largest inventory of parts in stock, and they won't leave you in the dark. Visit ACDC industrial.com online or call charlie at 860-886-ACDC ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. Pet owners, homeowners and wild bird enthusiasts, Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it. Hi, this is Ambry to say thank you for shopping with us in 2022. We look forward to serving you in our 38th year in 2023. Do you feed the birds? Have a dog, cat, horse, goats, chickens? Heat with pellets, coal or wood? Snow's coming? Need it curbside or a delivery we've got you at fleming's feed in preston and stonington seven days a week and remember shopping locally owned and operated stores will help keep america strong for all of us do you need money for college are you interested in a career in broadcasting if you're a connecticut resident studying journalism communications sales marketing production or broadcast engineering you're eligible for a scholarship from the connecticut broadcasters association the deadline is march 15th go to ctba.org Former representative, and I know you all know him, Steve Mecatel is going to be my guest at uh, after the 11 o'clock news. And, of course, he was a former selectman in Griswold and uh, was in politics for a number of years. He calls me periodically and says, hey, Stu, can I uh, get some things off my chest? So, hey, we do that here. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu Byers. Hey, that's what I was going to ask you, Stu. Uh... Who was you, who's going to be your guest? Or who's, have you got any topics today and all? Boston Betty just called in. I, I listen to you all the time. I look forward to you. Hey, you know, being a Navy man, I could tell you, I could go into a tap room, a, a tap gin mill, whatever you want to call it, a bar, tavern. I could always find beauty in any woman. 
I can look at her eyes. I can look at her hair. Of course, I can look and you know how she dressed, whatever. I never judge, you know, like like Martin Luther, just reasonably. I don't judge them. I just, you know, just the way they are. Sure, we we look for kindness, sincerity, honesty. Hmm? Yeah, because you don't know. You don't, you know, maybe maybe she had a bad dress day or a bad <laughs> hair day, but still. They're women, and yeah, and I could always tell you, I could always find beauty in any girl. I swear to God, Stu. Well, good. And I'm not a womanizer, not like that. It's just a fact. You know, there's beauty in everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, sure, they were beautiful people. You know, uh, yeah. We all want to look. We all want to look nice. A little worn out, whatever. You know, she's doing her best. You know, I. I don't know, man. I don't know why people judge so bad in society today, Stu. And I listen to you every day when you're on the air. And, you know, you're the best, man. It's sad because it just, it really feels me. The fact is people are so judgmental today in phony balonies and material Madonna world. It's fake. Just like you say, it's fake, it's false. Well, so. that's, we should always get to know somebody, uh, yeah, no man. matter what. You and, know, uh, it's like, yeah, uh, I can go hermit. on and on and on right now, but I'm okay. just a little, I'm, hey, I'm having a good morning, everything's good, and I'm going to listen to your show. Okay. But, People got people. People got to wise up, man. Yeah, we're all di- we're all different. So life is too short, dude. Do you agree? Well, I think it's too short. I agree with that. All right, thank you, Joey. See you. I hope you never leave WICH thirteen ten a.m., man. Because if you do that, I'll never listen to the radio. Don't forget FM too. Leave. I love you. Thanks, Joe. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Hi. I used to be pretty girl privilege. And now I'm old lady invisible, and pretty girl privilege is definitely more fun. Yeah, I pretty girl privilege. It's it's interesting and uh, beautiful. It is a thing. But you really got to get to know somebody to. Yeah. But it's it's true. I see it with guys, and I guess and, it's and even just people in general. When you're pretty, you can see the look on people's faces when they see you. Mm-hmm. Women, men, children. And then when you get old, you're, like, invisible. There's a difference. So, really, uh, I don't know, well, that invisible thing, huh? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hmm. Never thought of that. I never felt that way. Uh, hi, WICH. You're on the air. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Larry. Are you having a good day? Yeah, so far. All right. Uh, this uh, this story I'm going to tell you is compliments of uh, News Nation. Mm-hmm. I was on last night at five o'clock. And this is regarding that uh, the uh, Republican uh, dirtbag uh, Repo- uh, Santos, yes, the one that got in uh, uh, by all the fraud that he uh, uh, mm-hmm. did and told the people. Uh, here's the story. You're not going to believe this. Yes, I will. But go ahead. So the gentleman, this, this guy was in uh, the Navy for eight years, and he got out, 
with post-syndrome uh, stuff, and he was uh, uh, sick. So he got a dog, and the dog became sick, and they showed the dog on TV last night with a big, big lump on his uh, stomach. It was a tumor. Yeah. Um, so he, he, this guy Santos told him he would put a GoFund page up for him to raise the money for the operation for the dog. Oh, so boy. Mm-hmm. He did. They raised three thousand dollars uh, for the operation for the dog. Mm-hmm. Once the money was raised, uh, Santos took the three thousand dollars and and refused to give it to the guy. And the, and that was one half of the bad story. The second half was because the dog, he didn't have the money. The dog subsequently died because he didn't have the surgery on time. Oh boy, that's that's the worst one, Larry. That's the you worst one. You've seen the lump on this, uh, yeah. uh, the, the the tumor on this dog. Uh, I mean, it was as uh, I'm not I'm not kidding. It was uh, it was as big as a watermelon. It it it, it was uh, disgusting. But I'm really I'm really pissed off at this guy now. This uh, this Santos and and why would McCarthy put him on a on a uh, committee? He put him yesterday. on a one of those low committees. Uh, I don't care what kind of committee. Mm-hmm. He should have gave him the exit committee. Should have given him the committee that cleans the toilets. But no, I, I that's that's too much. I mean, well, the guy He's is not, obviously and sick. Here's the other half of the bad story. Not only did he steal the three thousand dollars and not give it to him. What, why would why would the the veterinarian refuse to do a surgery or anybody refuse to do the surgery on the dog and let the dog die? Well, it's not. Uh, they don't look at it as a human, and sometimes they do that with humans as well. Um, you know, it's. I have no idea. Maybe another veteran well, veterinarian would have done it. Everybody was born like me because if I was a vet, I would have did the surgery for free, mm-hmm. or I would have told them. If you ever come up with the money, you want to pay me a little here and there, go right ahead. I would have never let the dog die. So, didn't Santos break the law? He had the money for this Santos guy? Santos broke all kinds of laws. I don't know what's taking them so long for, the, for uh, their investigations take three, four, five years, as you well know. Oh, but this one, um, you know, the SOB, he should have been charged. No. He should be arrested for fraud. He got voted on by the fraud, and the people are really pissed on Long Island. They want him out. Yeah. I've been on TV numerous times. They don't want him there because of the way he got elected. Well, that's okay. a story that I haven't heard, but... Well, you don't watch News Nation and Fox? I don't watch Fox anymore because you know what, Fox? Fox News, for the last two weeks, 24 hours a day, has been about the the the, uh, the documents. Oh, yeah, the documents. It is over, overkill. I'm tired of seeing about the documents. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see or hear about it anymore. I've had it with the documents. Okay? And they... Fox News, I'm telling you, is going down a drain. Still, well, I don't know about they, they, that. They are, but they, I'm sick of the document they, uh, story. Really, I'm sick huh? of the document story for sure. Yeah, what do they have this on constantly? Every story. But I mean, I know, I get, I get the point because they went after Trump so much that uh, this is so ironic and bizarre. But uh, you know, obviously, Biden has done the same thing. Well, News um, Nation and Newsmax has uh, not only a story, but they, they have, they're still following the story about the, uh, uh, they're still following the story about the, uh, the, the four deaths in Idaho. Mm-hmm. They follow that story. Uh, and uh, uh, what, what's the new evidence and new this and new that about those four kids that got murdered? 
They're also following a story, which I'm happy about, the guy that murdered his wife. This is a similar story to Connecticut, by the way. Uh, now these three kids, ages two, four, and six, don't have a mother or father. The mother's dead. Well, that story is everywhere now. That story is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're following that story. Um, so there's a lot of stories out there besides documents. Mm-hmm. Um, they follow the Santos story. Besides what I told you last night, they they follow. Uh, this guy's. Uh, He's obviously a sick man. He's a sick he man. Is. This um, guy's a dirtbag, and and like I said, for the Republicans can't do anything right. Okay, and this guy has no business being on a committee. McCarthy should have just said, "You're not going on any committee." Okay, period. There's no, there's no law. Or, or anything at all that says McCarthy has to put him on a committee. Okay. There, there isn't any. What, 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 how come they didn't say nothing? Up? Why would he put him on a committee? Remember what Nancy Pelosi did to, um, uh, what's her name? Taylor Green. Year? Taylor the, Green. Remember she, I remember she took uh, three Republicans off committees herself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? And then the Republicans turn around and don't do nothing about that. And then they turn around and put... Put this guy on. Well, I think this it is because what I uh, about, the, about them, about, about the, what's going on with uh, McCarthy and McConnell and the rest. Well, of the them reason and, they uh, did, you know, the reason. Republican. Larry, Larry, you know the reason they didn't do that because it's so 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 close when you talk about uh, Congress. You know, it's just almost fifty-fifty. So that's why they were reluctant to throw him out in the garbage. Yeah. You know how that uh, works. I, I'm going to tell you. You would have said you you would have had. Same attitude I had if you saw this dog on TV last night with that tumor hanging off the stomach all the mm-hmm. way down to the ground. And the dog died subsequently because this dirtbag refused to get Well, I didn't think I'd ever find anybody who lied more than Adam Schiff, but this guy has uh, got him beat. Yeah. Okay, Stu, thank you for your time. Thanks for the call. Hello, welcome to the program. Welcome to the program. <clears throat> oh, I just wanted to say real quick, today is Dolly Parton's birthday, and if you can play Jolene, if you can, thanks. Okay, yes, and Dolly is 77 today. Sweet Dolly. We'll be right back. More of your calls, your points, viewpoints are welcome. Fox News commentary. Imagine having so much privilege you pull a stunt outside of a coal mine project, a project those less fortunate depend on not to freeze in the winter. Paging Greta Thunberg. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. Germany teen climate activist Greta Thunberg was seen being arrested at a coal mine expansion protest, though from the looks of her grin in the video she didn't want us to see, it looked more like a staged situation. The protest was billed as a revolt against a German coal mine expansion. She insists the mine is a betrayal of present and future generations, which is ironic given freezing to death or otherwise having limited access to affordable energy seems worse. But Greta says Germany is one of the biggest polluters in the world and needs to be held accountable. Well, China is the biggest polluter in the world, and I've yet to 
see Greta hold a protest there. Greta Thunberg is the embodiment of what the left usually decries as white privilege, a 20-year-old girl who trots around the more friendly parts of the world to protest climate change and campaign for an end to the energy people can afford. I'm Tommy Lahren. The Breeze Line Winter Cinema Series is back at the Guard in New London. Their state-of-the-art digital projection system creates the best movie viewing in the region. Their popular winter film series starts January 26th and will feature 20 or more critically acclaimed, Oscar-nominated, and Golden Globe-winning movies. A limited number of season passes are available for only $65. Go to guardarts.org for more information and the movie lineup. Sponsored in part by the Secor Auto Group, Hall Communications, and Blueprints Unlimited. The Breeze Line Winter Cinema Series starts January 26th at the Guard in New London. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646. Our temperature now is 40 degrees with a tinge of gray in the skies. WICH, welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, yeah, I missed the uh, beginning of your show because I was doing an errand and I was coming in and I kind of heard uh, Kevin talking um, what was the beginning of your show? Conversations with uh, Kevin? Well, no. Um, we're talking about we were pretty people. That led into the conversation. Uh, we were talking about uh, pretty ladies who, um, you know, usually get people, buy them drinks, and treat them differently. We got oh, into that. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh. Um,. The thing I was going to say, because they were saying how, um, you know, just judging people and whatnot, I was thinking that the song, if you could play a snippet of it, or your lunchtime oldies, Wonderful World, Beautiful People by Jimmy Cliff. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. That's it. And um, um, who's your guest at 1105, Steve? Steve Mikatel, he's a former representative uh, for many, many years. He was a representative in Connecticut, and uh, he's going to give his perspective on some of the things going on in our country today. Yeah, also, I don't know if you, gonna, you, you talked about it or heard it on the news about St. Bernard's maybe closing up, so... Yep, it's, they're going to be selling it, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, so I'll just listen. Okay, thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Good morning to you. Do you want the good news or the bad news first? You can just throw in anything you want. The good news is the Corbivax has not caused one single case of myocarditis. Good. That's a vaccine that's not available in America. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was developed at Baylor University almost uh, over two years ago now. And now the bad news. One. Here's the bad news. Go ahead. The Pfizer vaccine is AIDS. The university, I mean, yeah, Cleveland Clinic, America's one of our top hospitals, put out a study of their 55,000 employees. And the more they gave them the vaccine, the more sick they got. And the Wuhan Institute of Virology did an animal experiment under similar circumstances. And <clears throat> it shows immune system collapse of the animals. Hmm. That vaccine has to be banned. Well, how come that's not all over the news? Because Pfizer is the advertiser, and our government is also supporting us. So can you... looking into. I probably... have a quick thing for you, too. You said you like Tom Hanks? I like him. Yeah, I like Tom Hanks, yeah. Okay, I have Epstein's flight log. It's 116 pages. I could send it to you if you want. He's all over it. This guy went to Satan's Island and attacked children. 
And he's all over the fight log, Stu. That and, doesn't count the times he went to his mansion. And who are you... Oh, what does it got to do with Tom Hanks? He's on the flight log flying to Devil's Island with the guy with little kids. Uh, okay, multiple, well, uh, multiple you know, there are some people that didn't know what a monster Epstein was, and they, you know, he's a multi, he was a multi-million dollar, uh, and they, you know, they wanted to go there, check it out. Okay, uh, if you went there once and saw little kids disappearing into the bedroom with celebrities, <laughs> well, that would be I different. Back seventeen times. I okay, you know, you and, don't know um, for sure he saw that. Joe Biden, they're thinking about documents. Mm-hmm. Oh, get real. I can say that because I've been saying it for almost three years now that there's terrible things on that Hunter Biden laptop. There's children on there with Joe Biden naked, Hunter Biden naked, okay? And if you want a video of Joe Biden with the underage Chinese child, it's on the Internet. I could send you the address. He's whipping her. She's tied to a tree. Did you say Joe so, Biden? That's right. Where are you getting this? Where are you getting this news? This is from Europe. This is the guy that fled to Germany with the copy of the laptop. I don't know. Why do you believe that person Maxie, and not other Maxie's people? Maxie's assistant. But why do you believe that person and not other people? Because it's obviously Joe Biden. If you looked at the video, that is Joe Biden. Well, the only thing that uh, is well known about Joe is that he did take a, a shower with his uh, was his daughter or something. And <clears throat> when he was in his fifties, he had sexually assaulted his daughter when he, she was eleven, and that's disgusting. That's the kind of thing we're looking at now with the little kids and the video and the laptop. It's well, being kept from you. I don't know why you don't. I don't know where you're getting. You want, the, I mean, you, the, you want me to send you the video? I don't know where. Yeah, but I, I don't know where you're getting the news because no other news outlet has uh, put out any of that. Even the liberal, conservative. Uh, I'm not they could publish that. Epstein's log tomorrow if they wanted to. Yeah, well, sure. I'm sure they're protecting some people. That's for sure. Uh -huh, some people, let's name the people. And his girlfriend hasn't spilled the beans yet. They're waiting for some kind of list from her, but she's not going to talk about it, obviously. The book company that she owned gave Barack Obama $65 million advance mm -hmm. for a book. Okay, thanks for calling today. I urge you to look at Epstein's flight log, Stu, and stop believing okay. this stuff. All right, thank you. I don't believe everybody that flew to his little magical island uh, knew that some of the reprehensible things he was doing. WICH, welcome. Hi, good morning. You know, you know this uh, business with the documents. Trump has the documents, mm -hmm. and now Biden has the documents, and and it goes on and on. I think it's it's just a distraction after a while. Well, the thing is that uh, they raided. President Trump's, former President Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago, they raided them. I mean, the FBI, and they made a big deal. And all, I know, I all know of a sudden, I, Biden does the same thing. And I, uh, I know, it, it's just a distraction. Now yeah. they're on to Biden. Well, because he did it as well, obviously. Well, well, uh, how long is it going to go on? We've got other things to think no, about. No, I, I, I understand that. Documents. I agree with you. We have other things to get to, and there are a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And this story about the little dog, that that was sad. But I, I wonder about that story, too, because um, that little dog in the vet, uh, they could have taken him somewhere else. You, they have schools that you can take them to. And places you can take them to, 
to get them taken care of. Well, maybe they weren't smart enough to think of that. I don't know. I mean, uh, well, I, I, no, I have not heard that story at all. I'll look into that but, one, too. Oh, oh it's a terrible story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's terrible. Did you hear and, it? Did you hear it before? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And uh, is, is this, uh, what's his name, Santos? Yes. He's a very disturbed man. No, he obviously is very disturbed. He, he is. Mm-hmm. He is. And And I don't know why... Uh, they they keep, they keep promoting him. I don't know if they're promoting him, but they they're keeping him on. Um, yeah, I would why have a tough time keeping garbage like that on in this country. Well, maybe it's time to take the garbage out, huh? Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Hello, you're on the air with Stu. Welcome. How are you doing, Stu? Hey, okay, thank you. Hey, uh, how you making out with the fire department there? You going to get somebody on? I put a call into the chief. I have not got a call back. Uh, I'll try again today. Hey, I got a, uh, an idea, a proposal. Mm-hmm. How about interviewing one of those uh, volunteers? Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that, too. I hope they'll come on with me. Sure. Oh, I'm sure they will. And uh, there's different opinions on both sides of the fence, you know? Yep. No, I would, that, that's my next move. You're you right. You know, and a lot of people will call the station and say, I really don't know how to vote, yes or no, because I don't know what yes means and no's means. So mm-hmm. if we get both sides of the story, it'll give them a better idea how to vote. I definitely want to get lots of information in before voting day, so um, we'll do all of that for you. Yeah. Hey, one other thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is a bombshell. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this morning you guys were, were talking about this Viagra, how wonderful it is, right? And... uh It'll do this for you and do that for you and everything else. I'd like to get a woman's opinion on it, a middle-aged or elderly woman, if, if they think it's a good idea or uh, it's another chore in life. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. You mean you think women will have more headaches? Uh, yeah, I, I think it, I'm talking middle-aged, later, that mm-hmm. they're all done with that stuff. <laughs> Well, some are and some aren't, but... Uh, yeah, well, we got women calling the station, so maybe they'll have an opinion. All right, thank you. Very cute. <laughs> okay, goodbye. All right, ladies, what did you think about that? That Viagra story. All right, which now is supposed to be good for a man's heart and soul. Family is everything. This is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam, and Willimantic is here for your entire family. Every generation. From pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between. Wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses. At our health centers or via telehealth with Generations, you have found a Healthcare home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today, 860-885-1308 to make a medical appointment. New patients of all ages are welcome. That's genhealth.org or 860-885-1308. Generations Family Health Center, where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all this is ages. Nick Remodeler. And thanks to our many customers, both our residential and commercial divisions are booming. We're looking to add experienced carpenters and shop carpenters who want to be part of a dedicated team of professionals who enjoy doing the skills they do best. Yankee Remodeler is a full service general contractor that's been trusted and relied upon since 1971. We offer competitive 
wages, benefits, and a great work environment. You can find us at yankeeremodeler.com. You'll be glad you did. Take it from me. I've been part of the Yankee Remodeler team for the last 28 years. Yankee Remodeler! Representative Steve Mikatel, who is um, certainly somebody who knows the, uh, the whole political scene in the 45th District for a number of years. He was representative. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, how are you? Okay. Okay, um, having him on, just in case I don't get through, um, what does he think of Kevin Ryan's proposed bill that will allow um, children as young as 12 to get vaccinations without their parents' permission? Mm-hmm. I, I am totally against it. I mean, my son couldn't have a Tylenol without my written permission. I'm totally against it, too. I disagree with, with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, what I really wanted to talk about Mia Cassell, Cassell, um, she writes for Townhall, townhall.com, mm-hmm. and she's, today was part three of an, of a story she's um, writing about, it, it's a gay couple who got married and they adopted two boys, and despite them going like, oh, how horrific it is that a child should be abused. They raped those kids. Well, they're, they're criminals. Um, they make those kids mm-hmm. perform sexual acts on them. And then they were living in this little cottage, and, you know, neither one of them worked at really high-paying jobs. But and what is the point? What is the... They built this half-million-dollar home. Yeah. And they went on lots of vacation. Um, and they were prostituting the children. Well, I hope they get a 50 years in jail for that. Ironically, one of them had previously been been investigated for a child sexual. He had he had contacted this fourteen year old online, and then they met up, and he was he raped them. But mm-hmm. those charges had never went to. They weren't charged. You know, it's just an investigation. Now they're doing an investigation to find out why, and he never got charged in that case. But because he wasn't charged in that case, then he and his husband were allowed to um, adopt these two boys. You know, and they would, he would go on, well, both of them would go on and on about how well they're taking care of and how well the boys are doing, et cetera, et cetera. So um, the, the state of Georgia has, has taken their home because it's probably bought with, um, you know, funds earned by prostituting their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's horrific. And nobody's really talking about it. So I decided I would bring it up. This Mia Cassell, and if you look up her name, it's, the last name is C-A-T-H-E-L-L. You can probably find the article or townhall.com. You, you can, I went, I hadn't read part two yesterday. Part three was today, so I read two and three today. Um, it's horrific. And this child prostitution, um, trafficking of children goes on in this country, and it's become an epidemic, and it needs to be stopped. Well, it's getting worse with the open borders, I know that, and uh, anybody that does that should be life in prison, no chance for parole. possibility of parole. Listen, yeah. we hear these stories all the time. People sh- that should be in jail, they're out, and then they do these horrific things, and I don't know when we're ever going to learn. I know. I mean, I don't know why the, the, you know, it seemed the story of the 14-year-old 
seems like it, it could have been proven. It just seems to me like they could have had enough proof to charge this guy, and if they charged him, he probably wouldn't have been able to adopt with this husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and these two boys might have been saved from from the horrific abuse they suffered at the hands of their adoptive, loving parents. So anyway, that's that's a topic for another time. That's what I really wanted to bring up. All right, thank you. Um, it's another story. I got about a million to look into. Thank you for that one. Okay, bye. Uh, lock these people up that are dangerous to society. Seems simple to me. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And yes, we're on FM as well. 94.5 FM. FM will be my guest. And right now, be my guest because we have some news for you. It's now 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. At $31.4 trillion, Uncle Sam's credit card is maxed out. Today, the government hit the debt ceiling, can't keep borrowing without either raising the limit or suspending it. The Biden administration and the Democrats want to increase the government's borrowing authority, but Republicans say not so fast. They insist on some spending cuts. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says, let's talk it over. McCarthy said, I'd like to sit down with all the leaders, and especially the president, and start having discussions, telling reporters that the leaders have an estimated six months before the U.S. will not be able to cover its bills without a hike in the Treasury's authority to borrow. Capitol Hill correspondent Bernie Bennett, Texas GOP Congressman Dan Crenshaw. There are going to be differences. There are, this is going to be difficult times with the budget and and the, and the debt ceiling. Those are going to be difficult times, but I, I do think we'll get through them. I'm a little bit more optimistic than most. Crenshaw speaking with the Salem Radio Network. President Biden is headed to storm-battered California today. Biden, accompanied by FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell, Governor Gavin Newsom, and other officials, is set to survey storm-ravaged areas via helicopter on a trip between Santa Clara and Santa Cruz counties. He'll meet with residents in Capitola, a town next to Santa Cruz that's been hit by mudslides, river flooding, and high surf. Our heart is with all the families, all the families in the communities that are hurting. In the early evening, he'll deliver remarks from a seaside state park in Aptos. Jennifer King, Washington. New Zealand's Prime Minister is calling it quits. Jacinda Ardern says February 7th, her last day in office as Prime Minister. Number of unemployment applications fell 15,000 last week to 190,000, a 16-week low. Comes despite the Fed's interest rate hikes aimed at slowing the economy to fight inflation. Stocks falling on Wall Street. The Dow's down 229 points. The Nasdaq off 131 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. 
Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been told he must fire a key cabinet ally. We have the latest from the media line's Michael Friedson. Following a Supreme Court ruling that it is extremely unreasonable to appoint as cabinet minister a politician who pled guilty to tax fraud and served prison time for other corruption charges, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is attempting to hold together his nascent government. The minister in question, meanwhile, remains defiant as members of his ultra-Orthodox party threaten to withdraw its 11 members from Netanyahu's coalition and bring down the government if Aryeh Deri is removed. Opponents expect Netanyahu will activate his legislative majority to change the law and nullify the court's decision, thus creating an example of how Netanyahu's judicial reform will harm Israeli democracy. I'm Michael Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. An attorney for Tesla shareholders hopes to get Elon Musk on the stand when a trial resumes tomorrow in a lawsuit against the Tesla CEO. In Wednesday's opening statement in a court in San Francisco, Musk was depicted as either a liar who callously jeopardized the savings of regular people or a well-intended visionary. Plaintiffs argue that Tesla stock would not have swung so widely in August 2018 if Musk had not tweeted that he had enough funding to take Tesla private. The rally in Tesla Tesla's stock price ended a week later after it became apparent that Musk did not have the funding. I'm Donna Water. As New York opens more legal outlets for recreational marijuana, some public health experts want more scrutiny on how marijuana products are being marketed to teens and young adults. Flavored nicotine is outlawed by more states and cities, but similar bans often don't apply to marijuana. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Former uh, representative for Connecticut, Steve Mikatel, also was uh, with the Jewett City uh, Select Group, Selectman. And uh, let's talk to Steve. Hi, Steve. Welcome. Yes, uh, good morning, Stu, and uh, Happy New Year to you and your listeners. i like to talk with you, Steve. I know you had a lot of experience in the world of politics, which is a strange world. Uh, every year it gets a little stranger, in my opinion. And I'd like to get yours on some things and give you a chance to uh, vent on a few things as well. But let me just hit, because uh, we did mention in the news a little bit about, what do you think of uh, marijuana coming to town? Well, when I was in the legislature, uh, I didn't support uh, recreational marijuana. Uh, <clears throat> I talked to the doctors in Connecticut, and uh, they told me that uh, marijuana was a gateway drug to higher drugs. They said they didn't, the, the doctors are telling me this, that they didn't think that mar- uh, uh, marijuana we didn't know the full consequences of the medical effects of smoking marijuana on a prolonged basis. Mm -hmm. So I just followed the advice of of the doctors. And if the doctors were against it and said they didn't know enough about the long-term consequences on the brains of young people, uh, then I couldn't couldn't in good conscience support it. And I think uh, there's the marijuana push in this country... uh, was created by uh, enterprises that wanted to make money. They have 
spread out over the country advocating for recreational marijuana because there are important businesses that are going to make money off of this. Uh, this has been, a, and they sold it to the legislature, not on health benefits. They sold it to the legislature on the basis of getting more revenue. Sure. I mean, what? what I mean, that is not a strong uh, and sensible argument. Uh, that's just like saying, okay, let's uh, let's uh, allow people to buy and sell cocaine and and methane and all these other hardcore drugs uh, if we're going to make money off of it. If we if we can get another revenue source. I mean, that is, that is ludicrous. Yeah, I just saw figures of a couple of, uh, you know, the money that's already coming in right now. They opened up in Montville, as you probably know, and it um, seems like they've had a very successful start as far as financially. Where it goes from here, I don't know. Yeah, so, I'll say one more thing about it. Yeah. Uh, there was a study out, I think Colorado was the first to uh, legalize recreational marijuana. And there was a study that indicated that 30% of fatal crashes, uh, people who had their, uh, died in automobile crashes, had uh, marijuana in their system. Okay? So, are we going to go back to the days of drunk driving? Uh, we, we, how, look at what this country did to try to stop drunk driving. Look at the, form, the formation of MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. There should be mothers against uh, marijuana smoking. I mean, what you're doing is putting, endangering the lives of more people. Uh, is that the way we want to go? If, if, if Colorado is saying 30% of the automobile fatalities of uh, people contained uh, marijuana in their blood system, that should be a, a red flag, a warning sign. But anyway... This country's got a lot of issues that got to resolve. We don't have the bold leaders that we need to step forward and lead this country. We, we, are, we, we are run by political hacks, long-term political hacks, and bureaucrats who are more interested in protecting their, their, uh, their power than they are in helping our country. Well, I certainly agree with that. I talk about it a lot. It seems like they just it's all about them and not us. <laughs> Let me just ask you this, because it's so confusing when you talk about Because all we hear now is the documents, the documents, and classified documents. Why isn't it illegal for anyone, whether they be past vice president or president, to take that stuff home with them? Well, this, this is not as complicated as people want to make it to believe. We have what we call an, an Espionage Act. The Espionage Act prevents people, anyone, uh, except a sitting president, from taking uh, classified documents out of the White House. The only person allowed to do that is the president, and he has to declassify those documents. Here's a big important point. Biden was, n was not president. Mm -hmm. He was vice president when he took documents classified top-secret documents out of the White House. And uh, he, they tried to cover this up, but we'll go, get into that a little later. But the point is, he did not have the authority to do that. Biden, as vice president, violated the Espionage Act of this country, which contains criminal penalties. I had heard that, too, Steve, and I was wondering why it wasn't a, a bigger 
thing because uh, basically what you're saying, I believe, is the true. Uh, why doesn't somebody ask Barack Obama? Uh, did he say, okay, you can take these home? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, the evidence is going to come out now that we have some actual investigations going on because the Republicans have gotten control of the House of Representatives and they are going to have to start their investigations. These investigations are long overdue. Okay, all the American people want, all I want, is the truth. I want the truth. Just have the government be it. Tell us the truth and work honestly to solve our problems. That's what I want. That's what the American people want. I don't want to go on. I don't like uh, uh, accusing a politician or the president of doing wrongdoing, but just show us the truth. Tell us the truth. We're not getting the truth. That's that's what's so upsetting. We're not getting the truth out of this government. You know, you said the American people. I wonder how many American people are hung up on that. I mean, I am. You are. Uh, that's all I ever want is the truth. And uh, there are so many obvious lies and cover-ups now. It's it's frightening. Well, I think the American people, if given the facts will make the right decision. If they hear the facts, yes. Yeah, but they're not getting the facts. The mm. facts are being covered up, and uh, it's a shame what, what's happening. If you just uh, just watch what's going on in the media, uh, the media, the mass media is partly to blame for this. They've allowed uh, Biden, uh, his presidency, uh, to, to skate over things, They've they've whitewashed whatever he's done. They've not they've not done their homework. Uh, they've not the, the journalism today is really not the journalism of of of, of thirty years ago. Journalists today are not real journalists. Journalists they've become social activists. And, and part of the problem is the mass media, CBS, NBC, ABC. They've been covering for Biden in his administration, just like they covered for Obama. Uh, because they believe in the agenda of of uh, mm-hmm. the democratic agenda, which is open borders, okay, uh, globalization. They they want a uh, they don't uh, they basically don't want uh, a nation state system anymore. They want they want one world uh, instead of a nation state system. They want people in America to be consider themselves citizens of the world not citizens of America they've bought into the left agenda the the, the news media and and that's why you're not getting at the truth because they don't they've been covering up Biden and they covered up like they covered up for Obama and and I can get specific on that please about about the cover-ups I mean you got to ask the department, here's the worst thing that has happened under Obama and the Biden administration. They've politicized our nation's institutions. That's the FBI, the Department of Justice, the intelligence agency. They've been weaponized by the, uh, and what do I mean by that? I mean that the, the, the president and the, and the National Democratic uh, congressmen up in Washington, they have used the FBI and the Department of Justice in particular to attack their political enemies. Now that's that's pretty frightening when you use the nation's 
premier law enforcement agency to attack your political enemies. That's what Stalin did, okay? That's what every dictator does. Once they get in power, they use the, the, the levers of government to suppress uh, their opponents. I mean, it's, so when we talk about uh, threats to democracy, and they try to say, well, Trump was the big threat to democracy. That's why he's got to be uh, kept out of office. Well, the th real threat to democracy is when you, a government administration weaponizes the nation's institutions to attack their political enemies. That is, that is, that's where democracy starts to fall apart. And the media has been partly to blame for this because they've let it happen. You know, Steve, um, I remember when you were representative, I always figured you were a middle-of-the-road guy. Would you uh, agree with that? Well, I'm a... I've, I'm a moderate. I'm a moderate. Yeah, moderate. But, I'm a, but I've been conservative on, on some issues. I've been liberal on some issues. That's what I remember, yes. Yeah, I mean, I call it as I see it, Stu. Mm -hmm. If I think something's wrong, I vote against it. If I think it's right, I'll vote for, for it. I mean, I voted for raising the minimum wage. I thought people at the lower end, uh, working class people, deserved a better life. I voted for the minimum wage hike. I mean, I, I, I vote for, I want, uh, in a nation as rich as America, I want people to have uh, health care, affordable health care. I mean, I'm a common sense type of guy. Well, when you get, let's talk about, I got to worry about the future of America, okay? That's why I'm talking to you. That's why I'm speaking out, because there is good reason to worry about the future of America. Uh, let, let's talk briefly about communist china okay mm -hmm. communist china red china is a dictatorship there they have basically suppressed their people they monitor their people they have they watch what their people are doing they they have india they, they do not allow any dissent they've got a group of uh chinese that call the uyghurs and i, I believe they're more muslim oriented but yes the Chinese government has basically imprisoned millions of their own people, the Uyghurs. They put them in, like, concentration camps. They're, quote, re-educating them to the Communist Party way of thinking, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, that's... Where is the outcry against Communist China for, for basically uh, violating every possible human right? Also... Communist China has developed, doubled the size of their navy in the last 10 years. They've doubled their nuclear arsenal in the last 10 years. They have no enemies out in Southeast Asia. Why do they need to do that? Well, there's nobody out there that they have to really worry about. They don't have any aggressor living next to them. They want to, here's why they're doing it. Because this Communist Party now, with their leadership, they want to take over Southeast Asia, just like the Japanese did prior to World War II. They want to push America out of Southeast Asia, just like the Japanese did. What, what happened out in Southeast Asia? Okay? When America, uh, the Japanese thought the Americans were, they needed to be pushed out of Asia so they could gain control of that area of the world. Mm -hmm. That's what China wants to do now. Sure. And we're heading towards a war with China. 
within the next 10 years, I, I would say it's highly likely that we're going to get into a, a real war with China. Over what? Over, over China wanting to control Southeast Asia, and that means also controlling Taiwan. Now, people who don't know the Taiwan situation uh, should learn about it. Taiwan is uh, now an ally. Believe it, it's, there is, they're part of China to begin with, but they're aligned with uh, the United States in many ways because uh, Taiwan makes 40% of the world's semiconductors. Whoever controls Taiwan and they get, they get control of that manufacturing of, of semiconductors will we'll control uh, the high tech in the world. So China uh, wants to take Taiwan. We're supposedly supposed to be defending Taiwan against Chinese aggression. In fact, President Biden said, what happens if China uh, invades uh, Taiwan? And he said, it'll mean war. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is Bob Biden saying it, not me. It'll mean war. So, so that's where we're heading if we don't have a, a better Chinese, uh, policy towards China. How do we avoid that war with China over Taiwan? Nobody's really talking about it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly, just like you, I study a lot about uh, how stupid we've been with China through the years, and uh, mainly it's because of our pocketbooks. We want to make uh, financially good moves, uh, like basketball players and what. So if we did go to war with China, I mean, they'd have us right by the bleeps. Well, there's American generals, uh, retired American generals, who can speak freely who have said if it comes to a war with China, we, we, there's a good possibility we could lose it. But let people know what is at stake here. This is not going to be a uh, war between third world countries. China is going to use all of its nuclear capability to destroy uh, us. And you're gonna, if, it, if it comes to anything near that, there's going to be tens of millions of Americans dead. That's, that's the reality we, we face. And People gotta understand. What are we gonna do with this uh, our policy towards China over Taiwan? Because if the way it's continuing now, China, uh, the Chinese military have already said, and I've I've heard it and I've read it. Mm-hmm. They believe they can win a nuclear war. <laughs> Get that? They believe they can win a nuclear war with America. Well, while we're worrying about woke things, they're preparing themselves with uh, all the weaponry they need and. Uh we're not putting in enough, in my opinion, enough money into uh, the protection of the American people. And, uh, well, let me, let me speak a little more briefly about this, about Red China. Uh, uh, Chinese have government, and the Chinese economy has been, been propped up by American corporations. Uh, in the last 20 years, American corporations have built 50,000 factories in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coca-Cola's over there. All the major corporations are over there. The money that China makes with, through these American corporations is propping up the Chinese economy and therefore the Communist Chinese Party. So Trump was right when he said, we got to get American corporations to come back to America. Get out of China. You're propping up a dictatorship that is hostile to America into, the, into, free, into freedom in this world. But they won't go. They're going to stay there as long as they can, as long as they can make a profit. And these corporations are the same ones uh, that are now run by these woke liberals who uh, are trying to change America's culture here at home. 
okay? They want equity and they want uh, inclusion and all that, but they don't say a word about trying to uh, putting millions of their own people in concentration camps. I mean, they're a bunch of hypocrites. But here's the other thing China is doing. China is using its money that they're making through the help of American corporations to buy the silence of our scientific community, our health community, and the uh, universities in our country. They are... They have given millions of hundreds of millions of dollars, the Chinese, to American universities. They're buying their silence. But here's the other thing. I don't know how many people know this. The FBI uh, set up a, 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 a special unit to investigate Chinese uh, espionage uh, infiltration into the American universities, i.e., they're worried about the Chinese students who were there stealing sure. research, stealing research out of the American it. universities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Penn Center, we should talk about the Penn Center, the Biden Penn Center people, University of Pennsylvania, pressured the FBI not to do this, to close down that unit that was going to investigate this, to shut it down, and, and the University of Pennsylvania was successful in lobbying the FBI to stop their investigation of this Chinese uh, espionage. So, Steve, what was the, did they give a reason for stopping it? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they said, they said that it was racist. Oh, my God, you're kidding. You were were targeting Chinese students, and and therefore you're you're engaging in a racist uh, Mm -hmm. profiling. And so they stopped it. But let's, let's get back. It, let me. This China connection to the Bidens is pretty uh, uh, interesting, and yeah. and uh, it, it, it involves a lot of serious possible offenses. Uh, and but the University of Bi- uh, University of Pennsylvania created this so-called Biden Center. Uh, President Biden, when he was out of office, did not work. Uh, he was when he left the office. And in 2016, because Trump took the White House, he uh, did not have a place to draw income. He had Biden had never worked in a private enterprise. He was for 50, almost 40 something years. He was a government employee as an elected official, and somehow, some way, he heard that he was going to go work for the University of Pennsylvania through this and and uh, and because the University of Pennsylvania was going to create this Biden Center, which was a place where they would uh, locate Biden's documents and all that. So, lo and behold, this Biden Center, we now find, has been funded by the Communist Party. The anonymous Chinese donations of over uh, between 60 and $100 million over the last three or four years went to the Biden Center. My understanding, and from what I was read and heard, that Biden drew, President Biden, received a million dollars a year through this Biden Center. Now, that's a direct connection between a hostile foreign government, communist China, making anonymous donations to the Biden Center in, at the University of Pennsylvania. Biden gets a million dollars a year as a salary and you got to ask 
why? You know, what's going on here? What's the connection between China uh, and the Bidens with ter- in terms of finances? Yeah, why would they do that? Well, it gets it gets into the bigger question mm-hmm. of influence peddling. Sure. We find we find that Hunter Biden was the one who ar- tried to arrange all of this. Uh, this Biden Center having having uh, uh, by Hunter Biden, President Biden's son, has a number of business dealings with the, with the Chinese. Uh, he has received through the Chinese on, uh, in his businesses that uh, that he has offshore businesses. He has received millions of dollars. In fact. When he went to China with his father on Air Force One, he talked business with the Chinese. After that visit with, in communist China, Hunter Biden's company received over a billion-dollar loan from the Chinese government. Hmm. What's going on here? Okay, what's going on here with this? China, communist China is a hostile foreign nation. So, you know, there's such a thing called influence peddling. Why would they give, why would they, and also, Hunter Biden received a $5 million loan, a, a forgivable loan, a no-interest forgivable loan from another Chinese anonymous company. Why? What, what, how is this money flowing from communist China to, to Hunter Biden, in, and for what purpose? Why would you give Hunter Biden this kind of money? Unless you think he's the president's son, sure. And by Influence. going through Hunter Biden, not directly through the president, but going through Hunter Biden, his son, maybe they can influence the president's policies. Okay. Well, if it walks like a duck, we've heard that along. Okay, well. but here's here's the danger here. If if this if this and, and the facts will come out now that we're going to have some real uh, uh, investigations. If there is real influence peddling going on like this through Hunter Biden to his father, if is is that has the president of the United States been compromised? You know, by by compromised, I'm saying does that now shape his decision making and his policy making towards, let's say, Red China? Well, is there's a lot make, of uh, impeach, impeachable stuff there. I'm sure. Well. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Can we trust, if that is true, and that will be proven, the evidence will speak for itself. If that is true, can you trust our president to make the right policies and make the right decisions that are in the best interests of our country? I mean, you've got to ask that question. Steve, hold your thoughts, because i want to. I got to take a little break, and uh, we'll yeah. get back with you. A lot of things to talk about. That's why I have sure. you on. Stay with us. Steve Mikatel, former representative, digging deep into the news. And um, let me just give you a, a forecast. Limited sun today. Precipitation develops, and wintry mix could happen. 42 degrees tonight. Rain towards dawn. There could be a switch over to snow. 33. Cloudy with scattered rain and snow showers through the morning. High 39 and cloudy early, then afternoon clearing, 40 degrees. Currently it's 41. We'll get back to our guest Steve Mike Attell coming up.
Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline is March 15th. Go to ctba.org. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you wonder if it's okay to treat a headache by yourself? I'll be back with some ways to determine how to handle this situation. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. There are several types of headaches not due to any underlying cause that you may treat yourself. These include a migraine headache, as long as it's been previously diagnosed by a doctor, a tension headache, or a cluster headache. Ask your pharmacist to help you choose an over-the-counter product to treat these types of headaches. But always see a physician if your headache was preceded by a blow to the head, if your headache is brought on by exertion or exercise, or if you think your headache might stem from a sinus infection. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Steve Michael is with us. Uh, I have him on the show because uh, he's a great guest and has a lot of uh, insight on things, but I'm a simple man, Steve. When you think about it, um, people are, ask um, who's our number one enemy, who we should fear them. Usually China is number one or high on that list, and yet some of the things we're doing, they're making so much money off us so they can get the best weaponry, the best everything, so when they want to do battle with us, they're going to be more prepared than we are. With uh, well, that's, that's what we, a sad case, isn't that bizarre? Uh, is, how bizarre is that? <laughs> well, we're prop American corporations uh, are propping up uh, the the Chinese economy. Now you can't become and remain a a world power if you do not have a strong economy. That's the Chinese to fully understand that, okay? They know that if they want to carry out their goal of, of dominating uh, all of Asia, they need a strong economy. And we're, we're, American corporations are very happy to comply with that. They're, they're, I mean, we've shipped so many millions of jobs over to China. We've built thousands of factories over there uh, to uh, make our products over there. Uh, all of that money helps benefit and keep the Chinese Communist Party in power. I mean, I mean, it's like what what are we what are we giving what are we going to be giving up for a, a few bucks, saving a few bucks? Uh, we can buy, make a, a, a product in China uh, five times cheaper than here in a, in America. So let's go over there and, and do uh, send our jobs over and there. And how bizarre is and, this? So we know that COVID really uh, originated in China. Uh, and then when we get things to protect us against COVID, we have it made in China. Oh, 
Well, boy, now you hit you hit on a very sensitive uh, subject about the origins of the COVID uh, pandemic. Okay, listen, I said before that China is buying the silence of American universities by giving them hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, the Chinese, they're very clever. They've also given millions of dollars to our nation's health care uh, uh, organizations. That's why the they've bought the silence of the uh, health care community because they don't want to lose that revenue coming in from China. That's there's a they, they know a lot of these scientists know that COVID originated in a lab in China, uh, a lab that is controlled by the Chinese military. They've run out of that lab. They are practicing biological warfare. They that whole uh, Wuhan that disease, the COVID that came out of Wuhan escaped from the lab. The the first people to get um, the COVID uh, disease were people who worked in that lab in Wuhan. So it didn't come from animals, as the people defending China are saying. It didn't. It came from some animal. They were some came from bats or something. No, it didn't. It came out of that lab run by the Chinese military. Uh, where they are engaging in uh, biological warfare experiments. Okay, so that's the true story there. That will come out when they do these investigations. That's been hidden by uh, our own health care facilities, organizations, and it's been hidden by the media. You know, you could not talk about this. You could not get on Twitter. You could not get on Facebook and say this. You were censored. That's a whole other issue of what's happening in our country by these uh, elite liberals. They want to censor everyone uh, who disagrees with them. They don't want you to talk like I'm talking to you. In fact, I couldn't talk to you. I couldn't get anyone. They wouldn't print what I'm saying in the, in the New York Times, Washington Post. You couldn't. They were, I couldn't say what I'm saying on Twitter uh, before Musk took it over. Uh, you couldn't talk, uh, uh, get on Facebook. They would censor you because they were told by the government that this is misinformation and you can't promote misinformation. Well, you're going to find out it wasn't misinformation. It was the truth. And we're finding a lot of those things out. I, I think somebody wants to uh, ask you a question on the phone. I you know, primarily want to just talk with you, but also uh, during the COVID thing, which is still on, by the way, uh, as everybody knows that, but let me take this uh, question. Sure. You have a question? Do you have a question for my guest? Yes, uh, I'd like to ask him about uh, a lot of our prescription drugs comes from China. Uh, when is that going to change? All right, that's what I was going to bring up. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was well, like the final bl- question. That was why the final we, blow. Why are we? Why are we making our prescription drugs in China? <laughs> uh, we're doing it because it's cheaper. It's cheaper to have the Chinese make these drugs. They ship them to America. We package them here and send them out. Why are we? Why are we making ourselves vulnerable like that? I mean, it's time that we start thinking of America first and and putting our best interests at, at stake. This is got this kind of policies is what I'm uh, what I think is putting our nation in jeopardy. It sure is. And, I mean, uh, listen, we would like cures for COVID. I'd like a cure for stupidity. <laughs> uh, well, 
You know, what did the Chinese say? Uh, uh, I was going to say something about this, but uh, I, I lost the thought. I don't, it'll come to no, me. You've but had no, some good stuff here. We are here. making ourselves, oh, energy independence. Why did we end, end our energy independence? Uh, we were, under Trump, we were energy independent. That is, we were producing all the energy, uh, oil and gas that we needed. Uh, now, right now, we're, we're having to beg the, uh, other countries to give us uh, more oil. And, and, uh, and we put ourselves in a vulnerable position now uh, because we ended our energy in- independence policy that Trump initiated. Biden stopped it because he believed he wanted, uh, it was going to, relying on fossil fuels, oil, would harm our climate. It would contribute to uh, climate warming. Well, listen, I'm a, I, I believe in climate change. That may sound strange, people, but I believe there's a certain truth to that. But what I don't, what is the, the wrong way to approach that is to say, okay, we got to end fossil fuels. We've got to end our reliance on oil uh, now. We've got to do it now and switch all to, all to uh, electric vehicles, all to, all to wind and all to solar power. Well, you know what? You can't do that overnight. You've got to have a transition period. But Biden didn't buy that. Biden said, no, I'm going to cave to the left, which he's done ever since he's been in office. And he ended that pipeline that was coming down from Canada, uh, a natural gas pipeline, which would have helped Europe uh, now that Russia is shutting off their natural gas to Europe. Uh, it would have. So we ended our, he ended, he wanted to cave to the left, and he ended his energy uh, independence policy. He tried to turn us around too quickly, and that's part of the reason you got gas prices so mm-hmm. high. I was so excited, uh, Steve, when we were under Trump, and just certainly there was things that he aggravated the heck out of me, but we were energy independence. We didn't have to rely on other countries that hate our guts. <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> well, listen, I am... People are going to say, well, I'm... I'm Listen, I'm a Democrat, okay? I was a Democrat my whole political life. But I'm not going to put my party over my country. And that's what we have down here in Washington, D.C. It's all partisan politics. They don't want to recognize the truth. Uh, they don't want the truth to come out. Anything Biden says and does is fine by uh, the Democratic congressman down there in Washington. Uh, you know, that's why we're heading in the wrong direction. It's time to put the nation's best interest first. And no individual can stand in the way of that. Well, we're hoping that more people have your uh, and my ideas of what we need to do, and we need to do it pretty quick. Let me take another question for you. Hi, WICH. You have a question for Steve? Yes, I'd like two minutes. I needed one question. I can't give you two minutes. We're all tied up. What's your question? Well, afflictions abound. Um, When... Uh, challenging any education board, immediately you're attributed with having all kinds of uh, afflictions applied to you, much as censorship on uh, Facebook or whatever. Uh, you're accused of substance and, and whatnot and so forth. But going along with this, why isn't Dr. Fauci indicted? Yeah, your your uh, personal feelings about the work that Fauci's done. Well, I think... Uh there's going to be an investigation of Fauci and uh, all related to the origins of this pandemic, uh, COVID, 
uh, situation. Uh, and I, uh, Mr. Fauci may have had good intentions, but I think Mr. Fauci, it's going to come out that he misled the American people on, on a numerous amount of things. What you, you got to remember what Amer, uh, what they did to America under the uh, in their response to trying to deal with the COVID uh, pandemic. First of all, they shut down our economy. We went into lockdown. They said we got a lockdown. Okay, so they closed businesses. The restaurants had to close. Um, theaters had to close. Um, we couldn't go to a Broadway show. It had to be closed. Uh, students had to be uh, taken out of class. College students could, uh, they shut down the colleges. You had to, you had to learn online. Uh, students in grammar school uh, uh, had to be masked up. Uh, and, and then they couldn't even go to class. They had to be learning online. Well, you know, we're going to challenge, and Fauci said all of that was necessary. Well, we're going to find out if that was necessary. We're going to, uh, and it, you need to understand, Sweden, the whole country of Sweden, never locked down their economy. They didn't mask their children. They didn't, they didn't keep their kids out of the classrooms. And they were none the worse for it than we were, okay? Mm-hmm. In fact, they, so, so there is precedent for not doing what we did to try to deal with the COVID. I think uh, we're, still, uh, we're still learning about it. It's amazing. We, uh, we're still, you know, let's try this, let's try that. But uh, Let's no. see what the investigation holds. And mm-hmm. I think, I tell you, uh, it, uh, in a way, we're, we're, um, these investigations that are going to be conducted on open borders, on, on the debacle in Afghanistan, how we left Afghanistan, on the COVID situation, all of this, we need this. The American people need to know the truth. And that's what it's all about. It's, it's not about me. Uh, it's not about you. It's about the truth. Do we have an honest government? That's, that's a question. Well, that's I, what we'd love. Listen, I, let's face it, it. You know what it's going to be if, uh, you know, the Republicans took the House and they start to uh, zero in on these problems, what I think is, is important because we want the truth here. But people are going to say, see, they, they're not going to do anything. What about these other things that we need? Yeah, well, here, uh, I am going to, it's going to be a frustrating experience. I expect the, the uh, administration and the Democrats in Congress to stonewall everything that the Republicans are going to do. They're going to try to turn it and say that the Republicans are uh, just witch hunting. There's nothing here. Nobody here but us chickens type of thing, okay? Yeah, politics. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but I think, hopefully, the American people will see through that. We're going to see. It all depends. A lot depends on how the media is going to treat these investigations. Uh, if you're going to have these liberal, wokey-type news media people who aren't really ju- journalists, uh, who are really carrying the water for the, uh, the Democrat uh Democratic administration, uh, then nothing will come of it. Well, they may change. Uh, they may change. Whether they'll be uh, doing it with baby steps, it looks like. Let me get another question in for you. Hi, sure. WICH. Hi, Steve. I'm curious. I heard that Donald and and his daughter Ivanka had uh, real estate holdings in China. Have you heard anything about that? Okay, thank, thank you. you. 
no, no, I haven't heard anything like that. And I, quite frankly, I don't, I don't believe it, believe that to be true. Um, the China, I, 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 Biden's done a lot of things that are shady. Uh, I believe, but no, that I don't see how they could suppress that information. I mean, they they do try to suppress information, but no, I haven't heard that. But Biden's going to be in enough hot water without even. With, he doesn't need that. There's enough hot water uh, that's going to that he's going to have to deal with. Okay, let's um, uh, let's ask you about because I have a few more minutes here, Steve. It's great talking with you as always. Yeah. Uh, you know the border situation, which was another thing that was covered up for a very long time, but now it's almost impossible to cover it up because it's affecting uh, all over the country and New York mayor can't keep up with people and you know all of a sudden uh, hey, so this, need- is a, this is an absolute disaster it is uh, the, the border situation uh, let's let's take a step back um, first they said Biden said there's no border problem at all uh, the media bought into that the media never went down there they didn't cover it on the TV uh, ABC NBC CBS you couldn't find anything about with the problems in the border about all these hundreds of thousands of uh, illegal immigrants coming into uh, our country. And, and they're not vetted. Nobody knows who they are. They don't know where they're going. They don't know if they are criminal background. They don't know if they have a drug, uh, drug history background. They don't know if they're sex offenders. And, and all of a sudden, they end up in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not, they end up in Portland, Maine. They end up in, uh, in, in Chicago. Now they're ending up uh, in New York City because the mayor's a little ticked off that that's happening. But, and they're, but they're all over the country, and nobody knows who they are. They don't know where, what kind of history they have. Okay, so let's, let's, what is this costing the country? <laughs> okay, uh, the mayor of New York City was fine when he didn't have to deal with the immigration problem. Oh, yeah. But, but the governor of Texas bust immigrants up to New York City because he has had he says I'm going to make you suffer what I'm suffering from because you all are just sitting back and doing and letting me deal with all of this problem so the so the mayor of New York City now is saying oh we need a national policy <laughs> the Biden administration needs to get into action amazing isn't it and and he and he's saying this it's costing him it's going to cost him, the, the city of New York, a billion dollars over one year to house, feed, uh, and provide medical health care to 30,000 30, illegal immigrants. Okay, multiply that by this. Over the last two years under the Biden administration, five million illegal immigrants have entered our country. Five million illegal immigrants over two years under the Biden administration. That's more than the population of the state of Connecticut and Rhode Island. Think about it. I do. <laughs> yeah. And now, uh, th- now these pe- think about it. more than five million people, more than the population of Rhode Island and Connecticut combined. Now, if you don't think we have a problem, I mean, that's and who's and who and who's paying for this? You're going to pay for it. If they're in Norwich, you're going to pay for it because they're going to have to pay for these social uh, services, and that's going to be reflected in your taxes. 
because it's got to be part of the budget. Well, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the thousands of, uh, you know, I'm concerned about the whole thing, but the thousands of uh, getaways that nobody has a clue whatsoever what they're all about. You're right. You're right. That's the, that's, and so Biden says there's no border problem, okay? Now, what, how can a president of the United States say that? Because he, know, he knows it is. doesn't want to admit it. Okay, but how come, uh, how come anybody, uh, our congressmen, why do we have to rely upon uh, Republicans to bring this out? Why can't a Democrat say, hey, there's a problem here in the border. There's a problem here in America. Why do you? Why are they so silent on this? So you've why been in, uh, Steve. You've been in politics a, a long time. Well, why are they got, so gutless with uh, some obvious problems, but they don't want to go against the party? Well, uh, they're afraid of the of of being punished uh, by the yeah. leadership. Isn't that what uh, it's about? Yeah. Well, I think they're very. I think they're very afraid uh, that uh, they won't get money from their. Uh, uh, their leaders mm-hmm. uh, to run their reelection campaign. Sure, and and and, and many of them, uh, it's it, many of them really, honestly, have convinced themselves that there's no problem here. Okay, because if if you convince yourself there's no problem, you don't have to react to it. You know, and but... so to them, ah, no, this is just a make up a make up uh, problem that the Republicans are. Uh, yelling and screaming about, but there's no real problem here. Well, they must be awfully naive because they're families, they have children, and they want them to grow up in this environment. Okay, but you know what? Here's the thing. Who is controlling uh, illegal immigrants coming into our country? It's not this. It's not uh, our, our government. It's the drug cartels. Of course. Mexican, my, Mexican drug cartels determine who comes into America on the border and how much is it going to cost? They have made, uh, it's estimated that the Mexican drug cartels, who basically run Mexico, are making 11 to $15 billion a year <laughs> through this illegal uh, immigrant trade. Thank you, USA. Yes. Yeah. What's going on here? I mean, are we letting the drug cartels uh, determine our foreign policy? Are we letting the drug cartels determine the demographic makeup of America? Okay, so what does that mean? Okay, so it means in, uh, if this continues, America, and, and this is where uh, people are going to uh, say, oh, I'm a racist. No, what's going to happen is America the, uh, is going to be in, in, and Biden has said this, I'm, not, I'm just repeating what Biden has said in the Senate leader Schumer has said, that in five to ten, ten years, America will, no, will, will not be a white nation, it will be a brown and black and uh, nation, and and we got to get used to that. And and so, all right, I I I am a, as non-racist as anybody. Okay, I've worked with with people of all color, and I respect people of all color. Uh, if if you are a good American, that's and and think and and respect our country and our Bill of Rights and our and our freedoms and our Constitution. I have no problem with anybody. Steve, okay? I only have a couple of minutes, but isn't the bottom line this, that uh, the reason, and I, I don't think these people are naive to the fact that, you know, there's uh, potential big problems with all these people coming in, more crime, uh, more drugs, more gangs. Isn't the bottom line, we hope to turn the voting system so we'll never lose another election? 
yes. The answer to that is yes, uh, because what uh, what the what the Democratic Party wants the leadership, and I have no problem with Democrats at the state level and at the local level. Mm-hmm. They like a lot of them think like me, but they uh, the National Democratic Party has basically hijacked my party. Uh, they turn it's, it's being run by these leftist liberal elites who have their own agenda, and they basically believe America is 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 a bad country. Um, our greatest enemy, according to President Biden, is not China, it's not Russia, it's not Iran, it's not North Korea. The greatest problem of, uh, and greatest threat to America is white supremacy. Yeah, I was, heard him say it. I heard him. It's disgusting. It's one of the first things he said when he became president. And I said, oh, here we go. So, so our threat, our greatest threat is the American people themselves, especially white American people. We are the threat... To America, uh, not China, and not and not North Korea. I know. How can a president of the United States say that? He said it because he's bowing to the left. And let me say before I forget it, what the here's the left. What is the left lives by a political ideology. They're not basically religious people. They're they're more or less godless people. They don't believe in religion. They don't. Uh, they believe in their political ideology. So if you challenge them on their political ideology, they will turn on you viciously because they ha- then, if, if they're exposed, if their political ideology is exposed for, uh, uh, for what it is, their lives basically have become very hollow because mm-hmm. they've lost their religion. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting hit by the clock, Steve. I, I one more thing, one more thing. They, the left does not like America. They, they believe America... And Western civilization was founded on racism and oppression, and they think America today needs to pay for that. They need to be punished for that because they're a racist society, and that's being being said not just by me. It's being said by the president. It's being said by Schumer, the president of the Senate. I mean, it's really sad. And it's the best way to separate people by talking that way. Steve, it's a pleasure to speak with you, and I hope we can get together soon. Well, yeah, I, I'm going to keep speaking out because Good. I love this country. Me and too. I don't like it's being run into the ground. I, I, I feel the same way that you do, and um, keep fighting the good fight. Thank you, sir. Okay, bye-bye. Steve Mikatel, former representative, uh, with his point of view, when later on, if there's something you disagreed with, you can always call me in the 1 o'clock hour and uh, give me your side. We'll be right back. It's time to save big on the number one selling farm tractor in the world at Dubay's Tractor Center, just off Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut Rhode Island border in Danielson. Get the Emax for the minimum. The Mahindra Emax 20S is powered by the quiet and reliable Yanmar three-cylinder diesel engine. And the Emax 20S model comes with the industry's first seven-year limited powertrain warranty. It's affordable with low-rate financing available. Buy now and save an additional $1,000 with the power package. 
package. Three Mahindra implements with tractor. Choose from a loader, a backhoe, a 54-inch mid-mower, a snowblower, rake, and more. Stop in today for a test drive of the amazing Emax 20S at Dubay's Tractor Center, 65 Dubay Drive in Danielson, your local Mahindra tractor and implement headquarters. Celebrating 47 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment. Check them out online at DubayTractor.com. I have to chuckle because those of you who listen to Steve, uh, he is a Democrat. Just to let you know, we'll be right back. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Yeah, we're going to be throwing in some 50s as well for you. Lots of fun there. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. W.I.C. It's still a lot of calls coming in, but uh, we've got to take a news break and then lunchtime oldies and one to two. Have at it. All right. Your number one local connection personality radio, W.I.C.H. A.M. 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 DV. Thanks for Steve for being with us. Right now it's noon and news. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The Treasury Department says it has started taking extraordinary measures as the government is reaching its legal borrowing capacity of $38.381 trillion. The department sent a letter to congressional leaders to that effect. Frictions between President Biden and House Republicans are raising alarms about whether the U.S. can sidestep a potential economic crisis. A majority of President Biden's own party joins most Americans now in favoring a congressional investigation into his handling of classified documents. Bob Agnew reports. 52% of Democrats responding to a Yahoo News YouGov poll say they favor a congressional investigation. Only 27% of Democrats say they're opposed. Overall, 64% of U.S. adults favor the investigation. A mere 16% are opposed. Newly empowered House Republicans are already demanding all information about the documents and the apparent absence of a visitor's log at the president's Delaware home. Something analysts say amounts to a serious breach of protocol and a threat to national security. Bob Agner reporting. Also at townhall.com, meeting with Germany's new defense minister, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, extends condolences on Wednesday's deadly helicopter crash in Ukraine. I wanted to express my deep sorrow over the tragic helicopter crash near Kiev yesterday that took the lives of more than a dozen people, including Ukraine's interior minister, Denise Monastirsky. Austin will be hosting a regular meeting of Ukraine's Western allies on Friday. The number of people seeking unemployment benefits in the U.S. reached a four-month low last week, falling, falling by 15,000 to 190,000. That's according to the Labor Department. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith. 
a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. A Federal Reserve official is validating the Fed's forecast that inflation will steadily decline this year. The signs are that inflation is easing. Consumer prices keep dropping after reaching a four-decade high in June. I think we're starting to see our policy actions do what they're intended. But the central bank's moves so far have nearly doubled mortgage rates and sharply lifted the cost of auto loans and other business and consumer credit. Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester emphasizes more rate hikes are needed. So I just think we need to keep going and uh, we'll discuss at the meeting how much to do at any one particular meeting. Rates are currently in a range of 4.25 to 4.5 percent, the highest in 15 years. Ed Donahue, Washington. French President Macron is vowed to press a Ahead with unpopular pension reforms that will raise the country's retirement age to 64. That's despite massive protesting. Breaking news at townhall.com. It was a one-year-old boy and his mother that died from a rare polar bear attack in Alaska. That's what correspondent Lisa Dwyer says. Alaska state troopers say that a 24-year-old woman and her one-year-old son have been identified as the victims of a fatal polar bear attack in an isolated Alaskan native village. Poor weather and a lack of runway lights at a local gravel airstrip prevented troopers and wildlife officials from arriving to the area. Like many far-flung Alaska villages, the small community organizes patrols when the bears are expected in town from July through early November. That makes what happened this week almost unheard of because polar bears are normally far out on the ice in the dead of winter hunting seals. I'm Lisa Dwyer. And another check on Wall Street now. The Dow is down 235 points. The S&P 500 off 32. More at townhall.com. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH.
Brothers of Rock and Roll Heaven. That's what all that noise is up there, huh? Getting us into our lunchtime oldie show. We have an interesting mix for you today. Here's a little pleasant song by Marvin Rainwater. He had one hit, but it was a sweet little song about looking for a bluebird. Let's find one, huh? Gonna find me a bluebird Let him sing me a song my heart's been broken much too long. Gonna chase me a rainbow through a heaven of blue. Cause I'm all through
word will also help in the situation. Huh? Stu's lunchtime break at WICH, uh, 42 degrees. The sky looks like, eh, what are we going to do to these people today? Huh? We'll see what happens. We'll update your forecast very soon. Do you like doo-wop music? Well, listen to the background singers in this particular version of a song called Imagination. Can you picture them singing that? Use your imagination there. That's by the uh, quotations. That's that's what they were uh, called, the quotations, and they had a a doo-wop version of imagination. Remember the first time you heard this song around 1969? You said, man, this it's got a different uh, sound to it. It became a number one hit for Tommy James and the Shondells. I'm just going to fool around, man. Like, just do a thing, you know, whatever. And I'll just, you know... Would you like to hear it? Thank you.
that song I thought there was something wrong with my ears you know uh, Tommy James a tremendous hit with Crimson and Clover that's uh, you very rarely hear the uh, full version of that song but there it is Uh, W-I-C-H, lunchtime oldies on a day we may get a little mixture of a little bit of that a little bit of this I'll take some of this limited sun today Precip develops late this morning. Oh, well, it's this afternoon now. Winter mix, perhaps. <laughs> How's that for an assertive weather person? <laughs> Can you see the weather channel? Perhaps it'll do this or that. Change to rain today. Highs in the low 40s. Tonight, rain towards dawn, and then there could be a switch over to snow. 33. Cloudy with scattered rain on Friday. Rain and snow showers through the morning, transitioning almost exclusively to snow showers through the afternoon, high 39. I'll keep going until we get a nice forecast here. Uh, Saturday, cloudy, early, then afternoon, clearing 40. Sunday, 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 sun and clouds early, then becoming cloudy. Currently, it's 43 degrees under some gray-looking skies. Could be worse. Could have a blizzard, it could be 10 degrees. Indoor growing season is upon us. Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair has a full line of vegetables and flower seeds in stock now. From peat pots to grow lights, Johnson's Hardware has what you need to get a head start on your garden this winter. Johnson's Hardware carries Costa Maine Sprout Island Blend organic and natural seed starter soil, free of undesirable toxins. An organic potting mix is the best choice for seed starting, especially when growing edible plants. It's specifically designed for germinating seeds, rooting cuttings, and growing them into healthy, disease-resistant plants. Did you know Johnson's Hardware has the lowest birdseed prices around? With over 100 feeders in stock, you can find the right one for your backyard. Have your power equipment tuned up and ready to go by one of Johnson's certified repairmen. You can count on them to keep it running in tip-top shape all season long. Visit Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair at 44 Hill Road in Groton or online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll end there. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit wich.com slash contest dash rules.
Pet owners, homeowners, and wild bird enthusiasts, Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it. Hi, this is Ambry to say thank you for shopping with us in 2022. We look forward to serving you in our 38th year in 2023. Do you feed the birds? Have a dog, cat, horse, goats, chickens? Heat with pellets, coal, or wood? Snow's coming? Need it curbside or a delivery? We've got you at Fleming's Feed in Preston and Stonington seven days a week. And remember, shopping locally owned and operated stores will help keep America strong for all of us. Family is everything. This is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam, and Willimantic is here for your entire family, every generation. From pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between, wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses, at our health centers or via telehealth with Generations, you have found a health care home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today, 860-885-1308 to make a medical appointment. New patients of all ages are welcome. That's genhealth.org or 860-885-1308. Generations Family Health Center, where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. Did you ever break up with somebody when you're in your dating uh, years and then they uh, invite you to their wedding? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Do you go? Here's the Brooklyn Bridge with Johnny Maestro. What do you hear, Johnny? Girl, I heard you're getting married. Heard you're getting married. This time you're really sure. And this is the end. They say you really mean it. This guy.
he whining about in the songs? You hear it? Well, marriage is not my scene, but uh, I don't want you to get married. That's uh, Johnny Maestro. When he uh, joined a group called the... Uh, he used to be with the Crest, remember that? And then he joined a group called the Brooklyn Bridge. And they had a few pretty good songs, and that was one of them. That was their biggest hit together. It's called The Worst That Could Happen. I'm not sure that is the worst that could happen, but there he is. Had a chance to meet him. He was up at the studio once, a really terrific guy. I thought he was one of the best lead singers that I had heard. And I'm glad I got to meet him. Talking about Johnny Maestro. Stu Bryan with the WICH. How about uh, singing along with Trini Lopez? And But first of all, you have to practice going... Brrr. All right, practice. I had a hammer. I'd hit my thumb. big toolbox. I have a hammer in it. That's about it. You know, hey. Gonna start somewhere. 
On this day in history, in 1957, Johnny Cash made his first network TV appearance. You'll never guess what show was his first network TV appearance. Mm. Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason was smart enough to say, this guy's got some talent. Let's uh, get him on our show, huh? All right. Now, as Jackie would say, here's Johnny Cash. How sweet it is. birthday, and she is uh, 77 years old today. Let's play uh, a song by her that was a million seller. And, uh, she was in the movie 9 to 5, and they said, Dolly, can you write a song for it? And she said, of course. And she did. Became a big hit. Are you a 9 to 5-er? Thanks for bringing your radio with you. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five 
fun movie, wasn't it? Dolly and uh, who else was in that movie? Uh, Jane Fonda, she was in there. And uh, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin, those were the three uh, getting even on the boss in that particular movie. One of the stories I was always so intrigued with growing up was the story of Rip Van, Wink- uh, Rip Van Winkle. He was the guy that fell asleep, and I've slept late sometime, but he slept for 20 years. 20 years. They should make a movie about him. Maybe they have. But before we get to the song, Rip Van Winkle, let's throw the bowling ball and see how many pins we can hit. Listen, my children, and you will hear. He fell asleep in the woods one day. Say what he is, left that way. Say, say, say. That naggy wife kept all of his toys. None of his friends did he ever join. And now we go, and now we go. Da, 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 da. Boom, 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 boom,
song it has uh, bowling uh, pins falling and in the rip and winkle there's a guy who slept for 20 years it was before they invented alarm clocks yes he was late for work the story of rip van winkle <laughs> Stu is with you it's our lunchtime break having some fun you know we're going to see a lot of smiles here's uh, van morrison who very rarely had a song that didn't become a hit this one is called wild night When's the last time you had a wild night, huh? Too much, just too many sweets before I went to bed.
he is. Wild Nights. If you ever get a chance to see him in person, Van Morrison, really talented guy. Here's a song that got lost in 1958. It was an interesting song. You know, we had the Beatniks and we had juvenile delinquents, hippies, and all kinds of names. Uh, this is uh, from an era where if you acted up, you were known as a wild child. That's it. Here's Ivan from there, Ivan. Did he ever have another song? I'm glad you asked. He did, and this did fairly well on the charts, believe it or not. Uh, it was a classic by Ivan. A little bit, Oh, You Beautiful Doll. Here's a little bit of it for you. I think it was holding his nose when he sang it, but they actually did release that. Stu Breyer with the WICH. This guy's got a great name for a piano player. His name is Ivory Joe Hunter. I'm sure that Joe is his nickname. Here is Ivory Joe Hunter and uh, a classic from the 50s. Since I met you, baby. Since I met you, baby, my whole life has changed. 
past, huh? Since I met your baby. How many times have we used this uh, expression? What in the world's come over you? We figured, well, let's make a song about it. Here's Jack Scott. What in the world's come over you? Seems we never get along. It's just not right Oh, what in the world's come over you Could you ever change your mind? Oh, 
cries It's just not right What in the world's come over you You're still my angel from above Jack Scott, his parents were great Scott and uh, Fanny Scott. Hey, how many of you would like to be famous? There's a lot of pressure when you're famous, you know, seriously. People bugging you for autographs all the time, people giving you checks. And, hmm. Here's Arian Cara. I haven't played this in a long time. It's called Fame.
she recently passed away, Irene Cara. Wanted to play that song by her. She had a terrific singing voice there, and uh, she had some fame, that's for sure. We say, what would it be like to have your name in lights? You know, what if your name was Exit? You'd always see it in the lights there. Well, that's a bit of a stretch. How about uh, a little bit of uh, a Greek dance to take you to the news, huh? It's been a long time since the Greek festival was around since uh, COVID, but maybe it'll be back this coming season. Here's Don Costa and his chorus, and never on Sunday. You may want to make a little circle when you hear this. Yeah, make a little roundabout. No, never mind that. of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Some of that food. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB Norwich. Uh, did you musica for lunch? Let's check in with the news that anything goes next hour. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. There are frictions between President Biden and House Republicans as the U.S. government moves closer to a default if there's no agreement on raising the government's spending limit. 
Right now, the government can temporarily rely on accounting tweaks to stay open. That means any threats to the economy are several months away. But what would happen if there's still no agreement? A prolonged default would crash markets and there would be panic-driven layoffs. Correspondent Donna Water. Also at townhall.com, describing his state a refuge of sanity and freedom's linchpin. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis taking a stand against COVID-19 mandates. Denouncing what he calls the biomedical security state, DeSantis is proposing a permanent ban on all COVID mandates, and that includes vaccines and masks. DeSantis says his prescribed freedom plan would safeguard the right of Floridians to disagree with the preferred narrative of the medical community. No such mandates could be imposed by schools or governments, and private employers would be barred from enacting mask mandates or hiring and firing based on vaccination status. Rich Thomason reporting. Actor Alec Baldwin and a weapons specialist will be charged with involuntary manslaughter and the fatal shooting of a cinematographer who was killed on a New Mexico movie set citing a criminal disregard for safety. Helena Hutchins died shortly after being wounded during rehearsals at a ranch on the outskirts of Santa Fe on October 21, 2021. Baldwin was pointing a pistol at Hutchins when the gun went off, killing her and wounding the director, Joel Souza. The charge, a fourth-degree felony, punishable by up to 18 months in jail and a $5,000 fine under New Mexico law. The Dow is down 109 points, and the S&P 500 off 29. More at townhall.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-279-7495. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-279-7495 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-279-7495. What do you have to lose? Call 800-279-7495. Again, 800-279-7495. More than 70 people have died in Afghanistan in freezing temperatures that are sweeping the country. The Afghan Meteorological Office says this is by far the coldest, most bitter winter in recent years. The central region of Gore recorded the lowest of minus 33 degrees over the weekend. The mercury has been plunging in the capital, Kabul, too, and elsewhere in the country over the last 10 days. Pictures on social media showed roads and tunnels blocked by snowfall. The the Ministry of Disaster Management said around 70,000 cattle have died, robbing an already impoverished rural population of a key source of income. The Afghan economy collapsed when the Taliban took over. BBC correspondent Amaranzana Thurgeon. Protests continue in Peru against President Dina Boluarte and in support of her predecessor. 53 people have died amid the unrest. Breaking news at townhall.com. Pfizer's chief executive says the biggest challenge the company and other vaccine makers faced during the pandemic was 
negotiating the politics. Albert Bourla says mask wearing, vaccine efficacy, or questions about delivering the vaccines were all politicized and were constant obstacles for vaccine makers. He added that protectionism as a result of fear meant the government's closed down borders, making it difficult to export vaccines or bring in raw materials needed to make them. Former British Prime Minister Tony Blair says for most countries the virus had receded into the rearview mirror and that the only way to keep the focus on it was to convince politicians that there, quote, are votes in it. Jeremy House reporting. U.S. Representative Greg Stubbe sustaining injuries in an accident at his home on Florida's Gulf Coast. He reportedly fell off a ladder while trimming trees. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. in your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. All right, this uh, portion of our program is entirely an open forum. Steve Michatel, who is uh, a representative in Connecticut for many years as a Democrat, was on our show and uh, had the guts to disagree with some of the things that are going on in Washington. And he likes to come on our show sometime because he is frustrated about what's happening in our country. I thought he was very good today, but probably because I agreed with him. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, good afternoon. How was your lunch? Oh, it was good. It was chicken salad. It was very good, oh, thank you. Not tuna salad today, chicken salad. Chicken salad, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, and good interview at 11 o'clock. I was glued to my radio the whole time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I can well imagine. So yesterday on the program, you had uh, quite a protracted discussion about the uh, ordinance that's going to be voted on in Norwich on February 1st yep. uh, about um, fire agencies and, and how they assist one another, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there seems to be a lot of um, lack of clarity on what the ordinance says. And I went to, and anyone can do this if you go to the uh, Registrar of Voters website. Um, just you can either go to what is it, NorwichCT.org, or uh, do a Google search and type in Norwich CT Registrar of Voters, and the website will come right up. And click on the link that refers to the February first uh, election, and the text of. The uh, ordinance that's being voted on, yay or nay, uh, will be there on the screen. Unfortunately, it's very lengthy. Mm. It contains a lot of legalese and whereas and whereas and whereas. Oh, no, yeah. And mm. it's it's kind of difficult to weed through. Uh, so I put in a call to Diane Daniels at the Registrar of Voters, and she was gracious enough to call me back this morning, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated because they're swamped right now. They're really busy getting getting ready for February 1st. And I had a nice conversation with her, and I said uh, there had been a great deal of conversation on Stu Breyer's program, and was there sort of a more abbreviated uh, description of the uh, ordinance, such as we might get on the ballot? You know, when you vote, there's always a description of the ordinance that's fairly short. And she said that is uh, referred to on the website, but... And she read it to me, 
And these are my words here, not hers. I would, because when she started reading it, I said, oh, I got to have her email it to me and then I'll send it to Stu. But it's really kind of nondescript. Um, it doesn't say too much. Uh, apparently, these are put together typically by the city clerk's office. And this is not a criticism of them. It's just because I'm sure they have a formula by which they, they write these things. Bottom line, the description isn't that great. And what she, to me, anyway, it's not that great. What she suggested is that people, if you uh, know someone in the fire service, you have a friend or a relative who is either a volunteer or a paid firefighter, mm-hmm. talk to them. Get their perspective on it. See what they think about it. And, of course, as you're doing, I know you're going to try and get uh, one or two fire chiefs on the air to give their perspective. And um, that's probably the best way to go. I would suggest people go to the Register of Voters website and at least read it. And, uh, you know, if you have trouble reading it, have somebody help you. But it is very lengthy and very legally easy. Legally easy, yes. Legally it's tough. It's a tough read. I just want to keep it simple. I guess that's not possible, is it, huh? Well, the best I can do, and that doesn't mean it's correct, but it basically gives the city manager the right to establish the uh, the backup and mutual aid procedures between the fire departments. Those are my words, however. Mm-hmm. So people need to read it for themselves and talk to the fire or go by the firehouse and you're neighborhood, and if there's somebody there and they're not busy getting ready for a call or whatever, uh, knock on the door, ask them what they think about it. Well, I'm going to get a lot of uh, talk on it before February 1st, you know, uh, those that are volunteer yeah. firemen and et cetera, et cetera, because once, once and for all, we need to just clear this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be cool, and that's what, that's what your show does best, so... You go get them, Stu. Thanks for your help, partner. <laughs> I, I Appreciate tried. It. I did my best. <laughs> you sure did. Thank you. Uh, okay, bye. Hello, WICH. Good morning. Good afternoon, whatever it is. Hi. <laughs> um, hi, Stu. You know, um, I would have to say, in my opinion, that uh, guest that you had on, Michael or Michaela? Steve, uh, no. Steve Mikotel. 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 Mm-hmm was excellent. In my opinion, he said everything that I was thinking. He he covered everything. He just seemed to make sense of it all. And um, you got to watch out for the quiet China. Because, they're not quiet. You know, they're, they're quiet. No, I and don't I think so. I did watch a documentary on uh, the people that didn't agree with some of the rules of China, and they did go to that camp. And I watched the uh, documentary. It was almost like the Holocaust. And these people had to go there and re-educate and relearn, and they could not be in contact with their relatives or their families. So I, I know that's true. And I thought everything you said was true, I actually. I say was um, about the trade and everything. You know, a lot of manufacturing went overseas. Uh, so the trade, they're doing well. So we don't have too much manufacturing here in the USA. So in addition to that, I wanted to say I did watch something. I think it was on Investigate. TV, and they were saying that 
European countries internationally in whatever are buying up a lot of the land in the West, all the farmland and whatnot, and, you know, they're hiring their own. They had documentary of a list of people buying up, but there's loopholes because you don't see um, who's actually buying it up, but it's not American people. It's mm-hmm. from foreign countries. That's correct, so and that's Russia's buying thing up. that's eaten yeah. up uh, the USA. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're swapping. Okay, um, thanks. I got to go, but thank you. Good stuff. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, good afternoon. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hi there. It's Stu. Yeah. I heard you say early today that you went to see a Tom Hanks movie and Mm -hmm. you enjoyed it. Yeah. I did. I'm glad you did. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is what I have to say. All right. Well, first of all, before I say what I want to say, is that you hear about the verdict, or not the verdict, the whatever it is they're handing down to Alex Baldwin. And, and some others. Yeah, third degree, um, third degree. I don't know, murder. I, you know, it's it's totally an accident. I, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna, what kind of sentence they're gonna get. It was a careless accident. Nobody dreamt there was any ammunition in the gun, but terrible it's, it's thing. A, it's a charge. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I have here, and I already sent it to you, is, is something I pulled up up out of the computer, and it says. You turn on the television, and the violence is there. You go to a movie, and violence is there. Violence in the media, what effects on behavior? So, it's just... Well, that's why uh, when you you have a choice. Awry in our country Mm -hmm. with guns and violence. It's like a pandemic. Well, it's been going on for a long time. There are many, many violent shows, and if you have a good parental sense, you may want to make sure that your kids are not inundated with violent movies and online things. Yeah, you're right. It's been with us for quite a while, but for some reason, something... I think we're in another place right now with violence and guns, so that's it. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day, Stu. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And it's January 19th, 2023, and you are there. Boy, isn't it exciting? Just 13 days till Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, boy. It's, uh, well, we need a little diversion, and that certainly is for a couple of minutes. Well, on this day in history, in 1885, the first roller coaster was invented. 1885. I would have hated to have been the first person to try it out, though. I guess they survived. W-I-C-H, welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, I enjoyed your guest. I think he's excellent, but there's one thing about him. Mm-hmm. He's very one-sided. He couldn't give uh, President Biden any credit for anything. That's the only thing that bothered me. But I thought he was excellent. Yeah, me too. I mean, I should have, could have asked him, what do you like about the president? But I never got to it. I was so yeah. uh, interested in what he had to say, particularly about China. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I was too. But uh, that's what I would have to say, is he's very one-sided. All right. 
Yes. Thank you. Okay. Always uh, up for a critique. I like that word, critique. What was your critique? It's amazing how some people would sell land to some people that are very bad because uh, they're not good for the country. However, the money overrules, right? Imagine just, just for the money. You know, well, I'll sell the Chinese government's going to buy up land. I'll sell it to them because the money. Is it worth it? You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, Joe. Hi, Joe, Stu. Yeah, I know. Hey, mm. listen, man. Am I right, though? And Patty just called in. I love Patty. Listen, and she, I think she's more leans towards the Democratic Party. Mm. Didn't he say he was, like, pro-Democratic? He was a Democrat what? most of his political career. He's just disgusted yeah. at the yeah, way the yeah. party is doing so, things. I, 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 and for the life of me, and knowing you, uh, great journalist you are, I'm surprised you didn't, and, you know, you know, make him ask, ask a question like, hey, what about Joe Biden? You know, he's a big Democratic president now, and uh, I don't know. I was, I was, uh, I took a little nap, and I was listening, but I was, had the radio on, and I was thinking, why in the heck... You know, I don't know why he didn't ask that question. There was no question to ask. He was very questions in the world. He was very upfront about what he thought of the Biden administration. I thought he was upfront. Yeah, I was I supposed to ask him? I I napped out a little while. Oh, you napped. Okay. I know. Hey, hey, it's all good, bro. I love you, man. All right. Thank you. I hope you got some good rest. 889-5252. 889-5252. You heard Steve Micatel. It'll be on our podcast. Uh, it'll be posted a little later on this afternoon. But uh, very bright man. He was a Democrat. He ran as a Democrat. But he feels the way I do that I don't know what happened to the Democratic Party. I just don't know what's happening to them. And um, maybe you have a different opinion, which is okay, too. All opinions are welcome on this program. You're on the air. Hi. Yes, good afternoon, Stu. Yes, good afternoon to you. I, I liked your guest uh, this morning. Mm-hmm. He was sure he's right on on a lot of things. I think so. And I'll give you my assessment of uh, Joe Biden. He's been the worst president in our lifetime, okay? He, he beats Jimmy Carter by a mile. All right? Have a good day. Uh, you too. <laughs> Wasn't taking votes, but you can do that if you like. And he said a few times today, and it's so true in my opinion. (laughs) They're not thinking of the American people. They're thinking about themselves. How can I win? How can I do this? Think about what's right for the American people. I don't get that feeling. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good afternoon, Stu. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay, thank you. Oh, that's good. A couple of things. Whatever happened to Dick Pillar's Polka Hour on Sunday at 10 o'clock? I'm glad you asked, because Dick Pillar has retired. Oh. And he's going to do, I think it was Tuesday, he's going to do a special interview with me and talk all about his career and his show. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he's, yeah, 
He's been doing it for a long time, and he will be very much missed. But uh, that was it. He said, you know, that'll, that's it for now. He wanted to retire. Well, I don't blame him. Um, I went to school with him many, many years ago, so I know what his age is, and he has been very, very active um, all his life. And, uh, yeah, I guess maybe uh, it'd be good to retire. Well, that's, I'll, I'll miss him. That's good timing you had because, uh, yeah, he's going to be on my show on Tuesday. On Tuesday at what time? I think uh, we had uh, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock schedule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep, I will listen. And another thing. Yes. If I may, I yes. hear you are still coughing and clearing your throat. Occasionally, not as bad as it was. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's good. Um well, I had the same thing uh, probably since this spring. I think it started out as allergies, and then it moved into something else. And I was going through an, um, an older, well, 2017 book the other day, well, a couple of weeks ago, and they mentioned people that have this problem. Many ENT doctors don't recognize it, but if you have the cough, sometimes uh, you have hoarseness and other associated things. It's too much acid in your body. It's almost like another form of acid reflux. Oh, okay. So I have, oh, Lord, cut cut out all the things I love, like tomato sauce and ketchup and fresh tomatoes. And you have to give up acidic acidic foods such as uh, onions, peppers, citrus fruits. Um, Oh, gosh, I, I don't know them all. So I am not totally getting them out of my body. But I have to say, it's been um, since last Friday. Oh, good. And I'd have to say I'm about 50% better. Well, then yours was a really acid reflux because uh, those are the things you have to avoid when you have it because I had it at a very young age because I used to eat so awful. <laughs> but uh, this is accompanied by a little bit of a stuffy nose. In certain times of the day, I get it. Uh-huh, yeah, that too. Um, but really, check your diet. See how much acidic foods you eat. Mm-hmm. You probably like pasta that doesn't go on your white carpet. Um, yeah, like, particularly like, I like that kind, yes. Yeah, with sauce on it. And mm-hmm. you think of it, a lot of soups have tomatoes. We have mm-hmm. fresh tomatoes in our salads. I... Um, I just love tomatoes. You have them in a sandwich, a grinder, uh, V8 juice, and especially in the fall and winter, the citrus, the oranges, and the tangerines. And you don't even know you have acid reflux. I have no sign of it. But from Friday to Thursday, cutting out as best I can, I am 50% better. Well, so check your diet. It's a good tip for everyone, and I thank you for bringing that up. Okay. Well, I hope you do check your diet. And uh, and incidentally, it says after a couple of weeks, you can start very slowly mm-hmm. to reintroduce um, 
the acidic foods and see how your body reacts. Okay. And so I'm, it's not long term. Don't eat chocolate before you go to bed. And no chocolate. Mm-hmm. No, no chocolate. Ouch, that yeah. was a bad one, yes. So much you have to give up. But I figure if it's only a couple of weeks and then I can put a little watered down sauce on my pasta and not have a problem, well. Go ahead, enjoy, you know, enjoy the day. Thank you. Yeah, you enjoy. Bye-bye. Thanks. Hi, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. How's it going? Doing okay. Doing okay. That's good. Uh, yeah, that that's Steve Micatel. Uh, he's a he's a perfect example of of uh, what a politician should be. Oh, I'll, boy, I'll say. I mean, he's got a mind of his own. I love that. You know, um, Democrat or Republican, a lot yeah. of them out there should uh, uh, take his lead. Yeah. But um, did he retire from politics? Yeah, he's he had enough. You know, he he's had retired. Enough, huh? Yeah. That's a good thing he ain't there today. Or maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a bad thing he's not there today. But he follows it very very closely. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, he's he's got the right idea. I know. I like to have him on because he gets right to the point, and uh, particularly because he was a Democrat for so many years, it shows I, that uh, he's thinking about what is right for the American people. He, he was a true Democrat. He's what a Democrat used to be. Yeah, he was a moderate Democrat, but he was a Democrat, and it was like like they were. You're right. You're right. He doesn't like that president, huh? Nope. Well, he's a smart man. Smart man. All right, well, you have a good afternoon. You too, thanks. Hello, good afternoon to you. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Sue. I didn't get I did I didn't get to call in because my landline was down, so I had to call Frontier for repair. They're going to come tomorrow. I guess it's outside, just not working. Okay, weird. That happens. And um, you know what's funny though? You know, I told you there was a radio station that was like totally obliterated with noise and everything for two two and a half days. Mm-hmm. Well, you you know what? What? I called up the number because I looked it up and I said, you know, your radio station is down. And the person said, Frontier is working on it. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay, so Frontier wrecked that one. Now Frontier, something's on my line. Something's up with Frontier, but well, I, mean, I don't know. It's like, how yeah. would anyone... Now, I have a little track phone for my pocketbook. That's how I'm calling. I don't know if they intentionally wrecked it. They're trying to fix it. Well, I hope they fix it. I mean, they probably figure not that many people have landlines. I had a hard enough time trying to find a number. It's not on my phone bill. And then I had to look up in my 2016, good thing I saved it, phone book from Frontier. So it said repair, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to dial it. I hope it works. And it did, and I got the guy on, and he says, yeah, whatever's going on is obviously on the outside. So that's what's up here. And I'll tell you, I've been following the Davos thing. I'm not too thrilled with that, boy. Everything that they're trying to uh, proclaim, the, the kookiest thing, Besides hearing John Kerry talk, maybe he said this one. Did you hear about if you're turning on your coffee maker, you're helping climate change? They're against growing coffee beans because you use fertilizer. 
and, and all kinds of silly stuff. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, that, I think I have to talk about. I think they're going kind of extreme, <laughs> but uh, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you. I was reading my Epic Times, the the one they sent yesterday for free. I will tell you what the real economic forum is about. You will be shocked. Is well, this a, again, uh, with everything going on in the world, you probably won't be. Is this conspiracy theory or what? Well, it was a whole full page in there. And what they're trying to do, China is funding the Davos meeting. So they're all there on China's dime. Mm. Oh, gee, doesn't that sound familiar? And China, oh, they get to do all of the coal, coal-fired whatevers. What they're trying to do is they're trying to destroy America's economy so that it makes it so extreme here that run a business, they're running back over to China again. And if they destroy us, they destroy our military because you need tax money to go into all this stuff. It oh, a full page thing, there was a couple things I circled, but it's China, China, China. They're after us. And but they're doing it so sneakily that you wouldn't think that that's what it is. And it even said in the article, it's not about climate change. They and oh, and they want to redistribute the wealth too. They want money to go to, you know, poor countries, take away from one. It's it's all a big, um, I don't know what they call it, socialist type thing. Well, it's the global world order. Who so let me, know, let me know when you finish I'll, the conspiracy book. I want to be the first one to buy it. Well... When I, I'm going to get, I'm going to do a subscription to Epic Times. This newspaper said so much, it's disgusting. But, I mean, what they're really up to. But China is behind everything. And they're talking about Taiwan and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of, all those no, they're, things they're, we do not hear. I've read the paper. I think they're pretty honorable. i got to go, oh. Sue. Good luck with your phones. Oh, yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Well, uh, would you like to... Get your two cents in, or with inflation, a nickel. 889-5252. I like that. We will return to the thrilling days of yesteryear. The Lone Ranger. Oops, I've got my shows mixed up. Our number is 889-5252. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Imagine this. You turn on the TV news and the weather folks are predicting heavy thunderstorms, high winds, and possible power outages. They say that some areas could be without electricity for days. Think about it. How would the loss of power impact your family or your business? What if the power really was out for days? System powering down. That's what it really sounds like when the power goes out. Will you be ready when the storm hits your town? 
Hi, it's Franco, and I'm here to remind you to have your generator serviced and ready to go ahead of the storms. At Hall Communications, we use ACDC Electric, the largest generator dealer in eastern Connecticut and western Rhode Island. They have the most techs on the road with the best training available. ACDC has the largest inventory of parts in stock, and they won't leave you in the dark. Visit acdcindustrial.com online or call Charlie at 860-886-ACDC. ACDC Industrial. Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline to apply is March 15th. Grants will be awarded for the next academic year. So, go to ctba.org to download the application form and apply now. Let's apply the uh, phone. You're on the air. Hi. Oh, here's Stu. Hey. Hey, Wonder uh, Man. Hey, how are you doing? All right. Good. Hey, I was uh, just uh, thinking about uh, the COVID rates and stuff in New London County, at least as of a day or two ago, they had the least uh, amount when they do the percentage of who has it when they test them. No kidding. That's interesting. It's good. And yeah. I was thinking maybe the reason why is because it's the busiest, most populated area between here and Rhode Island, and Rhode Island takes a lot of good steps in uh, you know, preventing it, too. So that's my guess, but I was just glad to see that we were on the medium and all the other states on the high. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, and also, I was wondering how a region in Connecticut is. Maybe somebody's even listening from You're there. You're wondering how, yeah. about what? You have Plainfield listeners and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And if, I just wondered how the region of Connecticut is where the three states meet, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. I've, I've been through there just like a couple times, and I remember old stone mill houses that people lived in years ago. And just if, you know, if you you ever been that, up that way, Stu? Plainfield? Plainfield, or actually the corner of Connecticut, the, the most northeast section that has three states. Probably. Meeting, you know, the state lines. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, and I know they have a lake around that area with a real, real long name, Native American name. Mm-hmm. And But anyway, if anybody's listening that knows about that area, I, I'd like to be more informed about it. All right, my friend. Uh, have a great day. You too. Thanks, Stu. Thank you. On this day in history, Stu Breyer did not get a hole-in-one. I did get a, uh, see, I got a birdie. I did get a birdie once, and, uh, hmm. I did get, you know, I did have a couple of good holes. Uh, Let's see. In 1920, the American Civil Liberties Union is founded. In 1937, the first inauguration day is held January 20th. Held every fourth year thereafter. So what happened before that? Before the big uh, inauguration day? Maybe they did it in somebody's rec room. I don't know. On this date in 61, John F. Kennedy was sworn in as the 35th president of the United States. Ask not what you can do for your country, but what your country can do. No, it was the other way around. Don't ask what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I remember it was so cold that day. When he was out there in 1961. But he was there with his suit jacket. 
1980, President Jimmy Carter announced U.S. boycott of the Olympics in Moscow. I think we would probably do that today. What do you think, huh? In 1981, 52 American hostages who were seized in the embassy in Tehran were released after 444 days in captivity when Ronald Reagan took office. Well... In 1986, Martin Luther King Jr. Day is celebrated as a federal holiday for the very first time. That was in 1986. I love this stuff. It's good stuff. What else happened on this day? In 1993, Audrey Hepburn died. What a lovely lady. And she was so, so sincere when she uh, helped those that were less fortunate. I saw a whole documentary on Audrey Hepburn. She was a real... Special lady. In 2009, Barack Obama took the oath of office as the 44th president of the United States. Editor James died in 2012. Who's at it? She's the one that sang that beautiful song at last. Yeah, okay. Some of the things that happened on this very day in history. Glad you could join us today. I do have an open line, so... I know a lot of people wanted to get through after uh, our guest. See if you disagree or disagreed with Steve Mikatel. It was a. Uh, he really got into it. He was holding in a lot of stuff, but he, he really got into it. And uh, I thought he made a lot of sense. But what makes a lot of sense for some people doesn't make a lot of sense for others. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. So we like to, on the last hour, throw in a little comedy. So I want to do something with Mitch Hedenberg. Mitch Hedenberg, who uh, was a very funny man. Let's hear some of his material. All right, thank you. Hello. It's my second time on the show. All right. I mean, I mean, the first time must have been okay. But they say during the summer that drinks are ice cold. I hope not, because that means they would be impossible to drink. Because they would be solid. Here's a, here's a beer, man. It's ice cold. Damn it. I guess I can lick it. I read that uh, uh, last year MTV's Real World got 40,000 applications. That's amazing, man. Such an even number. <laughs> you would think it would be 40,008, maybe. <laughs> yeah, man. I got a lamp in my hotel room and it has a three-way light bulb in it. If you don't know a light bulb's a three-way light bulb, it messes with your head. Because you go to turn it off and it just gets brighter. <laughs> Like, damn it, light bulb, that's the exact opposite of what I want you to do. <laughs> then you turn it again and it gets brighter once more. I will break you. <laughs> that's the only reason I had this thing out here. Oh, yeah, man. So I, I saw a commercial that said, forget everything you know about slipcovers. So I did. <laughs> and it was a load off my mind. Apotamus or a really cool apotamus? <laughs> That's good. I want to rob a bank with a BB gun. Give me all your money or I will give you a dimple. I will be rich, you will be cute. 
I got a belt on that holds up my pants, and my pants have belt loops that hold up my belt. What the, really, what the hell is really going on down there? Who is the real hero? Uh, now, if I was a drummer and I accidentally grabbed, uh, that'd be cool if you were a drummer and you accidentally grabbed uh, two magic wands instead of drumsticks. You're pounding out the beat. Next thing you know, your bass player turns into a can of soup. Can we take that joke out? Can we, can we edit it? I love cottage cheese. That's why I want to try other dwelling cheeses too. I, I want to try studio apartment cheese. Or maybe igloo cheese. Or if I'm feeling adventurous, mobile home cheese. Don't eat mobile home cheese during a tornado. It would be devastating. Dr. Scholl makes foot products, and he's a doctor, which means he went to school for a long time, but it doesn't take a lot to figure out that stepping on a cushion will be more comfortable. That dude wasted lots of time at school. Cause I would've bought that from a Mr. Scholl. <laughs> I wish they made fajita cologne, cause that stuff smells good. <laughs> I hate to sleep, cause, no, I like to sleep actually. <laughs> I hate to dream, cause dreaming takes energy. It takes work. Sleeping is supposed to be a relaxing affair. I lay down on a bed, it feels great. Next thing you know, I have to build a go-kart with my ex-landlord. <laughs> <laughs> If you can't sleep, count sheep. Don't count endangered animals, you will run out. <laughs> I bought a donut and they gave me a receipt for the donut. I don't need a receipt for a donut. I'll just give you the money, then you give me the donut and the transaction. We don't need to bring ink and paper into this. I just can't imagine a scenario where I'd have to prove that I bought a donut. Some skeptical friend. Don't even act like I didn't get that donut. I got the documentation right here. I saw this lady on TV. She was born without arms. She was born with her hands attached to her shoulders. And that was sad. But then they said, Lola does not know the meaning of the word can't. And that to me was actually kind of worse in a way. You know, not only does she not have arms, but she doesn't understand simple contractions. All right, thank you very much, ladies. He was a very, very funny man. Rich Hedenberg. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? All right, good. Thank you. Okay. Different topic than before. Davo, that, that World Economic Forum with um, John Kerry, with Al Gore. Al Gore, who was worth about $2 million when he left to office is now worth $300 million. Oh, yeah, he did very fighting well. Fighting the climate. Mm-hmm. And they all flew in. They flew in in their um, private jets. Yeah, Al Gore had money money warming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had money warming. Anyway, the private jets, okay. 
Last year, the amount of private jets that flew into this forum equaled the amount of CO, CO um, effects as 350,000 automobiles. And it was like a 1,000 jets that flew in. My goodness. Wow. So, you know, I mean, and now they're to, to make the batteries for these electric cars. There, the U.S. the State Department just made this deal with Zambia, where they have children as young as like seven or nine working in the mines. Um, you know, forced child labor in these countries. They're making our batteries um, for the electric cars, and then with the electric cars, what happens to the batteries afterwards um, when they when they die out, or if you you want to. If your battery dies in your car, it costs, um, you know, it's just as easy to, I mean, it costs about the same to buy a new car as it is to replace the battery. And where are those batteries going to go? We know from from um, Florida and, and Hurricane Ian that the batteries that were left in, in cars that got um, hit with salt water blew up, um, caused fires. I mean, you know, they're not really thinking about all of these, you know, everything that will happen because of this stuff. And as I said, the children who are suffering in those mines um, to provide the, the minerals needed to make these batteries, um, it's, it's horrendous. And, um, I mean, Al Gore got up there, you know, the warming of the seas. Well, I don't know if you've been in the ocean lately, but it's cold, you know. Um, I had read somewhere that in like the past hundred years, our temperature average, our, our temperature has gone up two degrees. So um, that you know that's not they'll, they'll say oh you know all of the ice caps are melting and they're not. You know so, what I don't um, I don't understand that some parts of the world are having the coldest temperatures ever. I mean the people are freezing freezing. It's so hard to understand the whole thing. I know. Well, yeah, I mean, some parts of the U.S., um, they had, or was it, it might have been been Siberia. They had, um, the the high temperature in the day was minus 80. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be having a picnic. You know, and um, China, who's building coal plants, has the highest output of any country, and the U.S. is way down in the, you know, way much, much lower, and it's gone down dramatically, um, and and they're, they're making all of these requirements, and we all have to buy an electric car, but nobody, you know, but a lot of people can't afford an electric car, um, and there's not enough infrastructure to support them. You know, they had electric cars in California, and then they told them, don't charge them, because of the, the um, you know... So what are they the yelling at us for? We're doing know. a good job. Shouldn't be yelling at us. I know. and um, But as I said, I mean, Al Gore is yelling at us mm-hmm. all the way to the bank. That's correct. You know, you know uh, he's one. I mean, John Kerry, too. You know, we have to fly in private planes, you know. Just like our um, transportation secretary flies in um, private planes often. Mm-hmm. Now, I can see where somebody that has 
you know, depending on their job, where they might need to fly in a, a private plane. But I cannot see where the, the Secretary of Transportation needs to ever fly in a private jet. There's no emergency that he has to respond to, you know, or at least, I mean, he, didn't, he sure, sure has not shown that he is. Oh, speaking of flying, Kamala's going to be two hours away from the, from the border, but she's not going. No, of course not. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Don't get aggravated. Just have a good have day. A, have a great weekend. Thank you. We'll miss, we'll miss you. you have some, who do you have coming in for you tomorrow? Uh, Keith will be in tomorrow. Okay, so we can have some talk radio. Of course, yes. Okay, bye. Thank you. Keith C. Rice, good guy. Be in tomorrow at 10, WICH AM and FM with 41 degrees. And uh, looks like this guy wants to do something except just be there. Maybe get a little bit of a cross-section of things. Some things that some people have said that may be thought-provoking. Robert Downey Jr. On laser-like focus. Listen, smile, agree, and then do whatever you are going to do anyway. Robert Downey Jr. Says, when pursuing your goals, there will be many people trying to stop you. Some will try to convince you that your very dreams are not worth pursuing. They will tell you that it is impossible for you to accomplish what you're trying to achieve. Others will advise you that it is better to settle for the ordinary instead of risking something. No matter what these people are telling you, never let them convince you to stop pursuing your goals. If you listen to them, you will one day wake up living in unfulfilling and unsatisfying life. Those are pretty provocative words by Robert Downey Jr. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, Sue, I know I'm not supposed to call back. Then why are you calling back? Have a great weekend. And that lady that called in, she brought up about your red, uh, the white carpet and her spaghetti and her acidity. She's awesome. Okay, I love the little reminders. Don't ever spill that spaghetti ever again on your beautiful All right. white carpet. This Carol beats your right. ass. Take, take your, uh, yeah, take a good uh, day off. Uh, have a good day or something. Where was I? Okay, I was spilling spaghetti on the rug. Bruce Lee said, Life can be quite a struggle. There are many situations in life where you wish that things would be much easier. During these difficult times, it is necessary to remind yourself how important it is to endure. Don't allow hardship to break you. Instead, keep fighting and do everything you can to proactively free yourself from the difficulties you're facing. Only by wishful thinking, nothing will ever be accomplished. For this reason, See the difficulties of your life as important opportunities that accelerate your growth. Remind yourself that everything that happens to you does ultimately serve you. Hmm. I have to ponder that for a little while there. Here's some other allegedly great words. An unknown hero and an excellent life motto to live by. Everything happens for a reason. Everything leads to something better. Whatever happens to you in life can teach you an important lesson. If you are willing to seek for a particular reason why something happened, you will discover meaning in suffering. And once you are able to draw meaning from it, is what life is all about. Hmm. Some of these little things have been sent to me, and I thought they were 
Worth throwing in a few of them. You may want to throw some out. I don't know. W-I-C-H, hi. Hey, Stu. Um, a remedy for Susan that called about her landline? Yes. Okay. What I've encountered, I have a home base, but uh, what they tell you is to unplug it on the home base, turn it to off, let, you know, unplug it for about mm, 15, 20 minutes, plug it in, it'll recharge, reboot. So she could try that. All right, thank you. Get some handy people out there. Hmm? I, I was always lucky to, we always lived next to people who were handy. I thought that was wonderful. So when I, when I looked in the paper for, you know, houses that were for sale, I m- made sure that uh, if they had a, something about your neighbor is handy, then we went and took a look at the house. Hey, here's uh, Lance Armstrong on pain. Pain is temporary. It may last a minute or an hour or a day or a year, but eventually it will subside and something else will take its place. If I quit, however, it lasts forever. That surrender, even the smallest act of giving up, stays with me. So, when I feel like quitting, I ask myself, which would I rather live with? Lance Armstrong, pain is not permanent. Giving up lasts a lifetime. Many goals in life can only be accomplished if you are willing to suffer temporarily. Some have to overcome challenging obstacles. Whenever it is that you're confronted with it, always remind yourself that you're doing all of these things for a purpose. Remind yourself that the pain will eventually subside and something better will emerge from it. Lance Armstrong said that. Dr. Seuss, hmm, this could be good, on being who you are. A zebra with stripe. No, Dr. Soup, I'm being who you are. Be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Dr. Seuss, the people who truly matter will always accept you the way you are. So why should you try to be someone else for people who don't even matter? Dr. Seuss, good going there, buddy. <clears throat> kind of like that one. LeBron James, famous basketball player. He said, talent is given, greatness is earned. There are so many people who are incredibly talented, yet make nothing of it. They have become used to relying on their talents, which prevents them from ever accomplishing greatness. Only those who are willing to use their talents in order to pursue greatness will ever accomplish truly outstanding things in life. How about Rocky Balboa? Yo, Adrian. Rocky Balboa on life. Hey, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently, if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Famous words by Rocky Balboa. <laughs> oh, I love that. I like. I really like those Rocky movies. I'm surprised there hasn't been another one coming out this week. What have they had? Rocky Eight, Rocky Nine, Rocky Ten, and that's it. For some, some words of wisdom from people who uh, may have more wisdom than you think. Hmm.
We have time for, uh, I love this little song. This is when uh, we were kids and we went out to play. Instead, we went in, we stay in and uh, go on the computer. But somebody would knock on your door. And a kid came in and said, would you like to come out and play? And nobody said, well, what are we going to do? You just went out and you played. You thought of things, you figured things to do, even if it was throwing a stick. So here it is, 1956. somebody knocking on your kid's door saying, would you like to come out and play? No. Doesn't happen too much. Hi, W-I-C-H. You know, with your introduction to the song that you were going to play, I knew that you were going to play that song. I totally remember that. And I was born in 62, but they played that throughout my childhood as well, but you're totally right. Your friends would come over, knock on the door, and just say, you want to come out and play? That was it. Nothing. Well, Special like, K, you, special you, just, K, you are psychic. You are a psychic. You really are. It's, you know, it's weird because I kind of am a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, my customers, when I call them up and say, hey, I think it's time for a haircut, and they go, are you like the psychic um, person of my hair follicle? My customer said the other day, said, well, I've been cutting your hair since you were 20, and now you're 50, and I just kind of know when you need it. These are my clients who don't make appointments ahead of time. They just call me up when they want it. But, uh, yeah, and I said, I bet you 10 bucks he's going to play that song. And I was like, oh, crap, he's right. He did. But, yeah, remember, you, you knock on the door. Oh, yeah, of course. I am. Play, little, play what? Sandra Ellen Schraber. Christmas, you go, I got a G.I. Joe doll. Mm-hmm. No way. I've got a Barbie doll house. You want to play? Bring your skipper and Ken or, you know, bring your camper or to add to the fun. Um, but it was just, you know, like on Saturday mornings, my mom would say, after you've called three friends, that's it. Because the first person you called, you really wanted to come over and play. The second two, you didn't really care about. After that, you're done. Just play by yourself, figure it out, but stop calling all your friends in the phone book. Because I had a lot of friends. It's a little so, different now, isn't it, huh? Yeah, you know, jump rope, play jacks. You know, like you just said, climb a tree. What do you want to do? I don't know. Let's just go take a walk. We'll figure it out. So one question before we part, uh, and that yes, is, uh, do you have many customers that want purple hair? I do not. We discussed that today, as a matter of fact. Really? Uh, the girl at the beauty supply house uh, is very young. She's new. Her hair was pink last month, and now it's green, and so are her eyebrows, like the Grinch green. 
Mm-hmm. But she's young and she can pull it off, and I am 61, and I have red hair, and that's enough for me, and no thank you. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> I'll take I'll take any hair at this point. Listen, if you want a perm, give me a call. You know, right. We've talked about this before, but I don't think so. Just stay... Um, Stay natural. Stay yourself, tall man. All right. Take care of yourself. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Bye. Special K, the famous uh, hairdresser, Connecticut and Rhode Island. Hey, everybody. Please be kind to each other. Don't forget Keith C. Rice. A lot of fun. Tomorrow at 10. Working on some great guests coming up next week. WICHAM 1310 and 94.